This is episode 26 of the Black Flag Podcast. My name is Dan Collins. Uh, Dan Collins, everything on social media. If it's social media and it's got pictures of race car stuff, that's me. It's brought to you by Tandem Payment Solutions and Evan Orvath. Orvath. Jesus, Orvath. words are hard. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, they sponsor this podcast. Uh, I work for a human resources firm. We needed some credit card processing where uh, we didn't have to pay too much and some lower fees. And I called him and... Geez, it was easy. I gave him about nine things I needed. He told me how it works. I said, it doesn't make sense to me, but I feel as if you're going to give me a hell of a deal. And he did. And not only did he give me a hell of a deal, he sent me a PowerPoint that taught me how to do it. So I didn't have to think. And uh, it's cheaper than what we had before. And I think it's a hell of a deal. I'm into it. So totally stupid proof. Low oh, I, fees. Yeah, I, That's literally a, a video that told me how to do it. I don't see what's wrong with that. Pretty Simple. much all you can ask for. And I didn't have to talk to Ahmed or anything. Just That's He good. answered. <laughs> direct call to him. No, it's nice. Like, you know, it's, it's tough when you call a company and you don't have a, a person that you know. And I called him and his he was the one. His name's Evan, which is a wicked I did not know his started. last name. And it was simple. Orvath. Right. And it, Orvath. It, easiest Orvath. thing I've done. Cheap. Yeah, right. So, his name's not Ahmed, <laughs> Muhammad, nothing. Nothing like that. So like Dan just said, from, this from is episode 26 US. of the Black Flag Podcast. This is the show where we drink beer, talk all things race cars. Um... Brad, hit the music. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. all right episode 26 come to you live from the graphics cube garage uh as always i'm charlie sanborn the third at c sanborn iii across the table from me in a more conventional setting to what we're used to uh we're at a picnic table that's gonna be brad sauce you're at b sauce nine six and uh Bobby using, Timmons, permanent guest. Using Bobbert's mic. Using Bobbert's mic. To my right is going to be Dan Collins. That's Dan, Bub Dan 93 on Twitter, or Dan Collins on Facebook, or whatever. He's He's been a solid, solid guest before in previous episodes. You just couldn't hear it because we were at Hudson, and we had terrible audio difficulties. He's, he's at least 50-50. Yeah. The, the first one was dog shit, and the Watkins second one was Glenn fucking was great. great so. Watkins Glen was great. No. So, um, Bobbert, we, big time, does again. Yeah, Bobbert the permanent guest of the black flag podcast. We talked two weeks about coming to this, the show right. here tonight at right. the graphics coop. Um, another sponsor for us here. Uh, they, they do a hell of a job. Steve and Jess are wicked cool people. So, right. um, two weeks we've been planning on this two weeks. And the most recent discussion was actually brought up by Bobby himself. Yep. So I think it was about maybe nine, ten o'clock this morning. Right. Bobby sends us a, a message. Hey guys, not going to be there. Yeah. As, so, as a as a shock to all of you, not going to be there. So, so BT three has confirmed his nickname now of Bobby Big Time Timmons. He's nowhere to be found. Dan Collins filling in strong yet again. We love you, Bobby. Please kind come of. back. Not not mad, just severely very disappointed. disappointed yeah. Very disappointed. So all of us. Uh, I think first thing we should do, like we always do, just go right into our weekends. Dan, since you're the Thursday guy, I think you should start us off. 
Well, I'll start with if I keep filling up for here with Bobby, um, I think you got to let me drive the flappy bird. <laughs> <laughs> take the wing off so I can get in, take the seat out, and I'll have plenty of room. Perfect. Just strap me to it. Yeah. Um, it just seems fair. Uh, yeah, I do the Thursday thing. Um, uh, it sucks. The thing went. The thing was a rocket ship in the couple laps I ran, and then it lost all the horsepowers. All the horsepower. All of them. And when you got a six-cylinder, it went, you know, plenty of horsepowers. Yeah. Um, if you lose one, you're fucked. Well, um, again, for those that don't know or may be a first-time listener, hopefully that'd be cool. Uh, if you refer to somebody, shout, give us a shout-out on Twitter or something like that. But Dan Collins races on Thursdays like we just covered. It's the it's the amateur night at the strip club for racing. Uh, your race was I called. I wear my titty tassels. <laughs> <laughs> and my 6X fire suit. Your race what's called a Mad Bomber, and that's – it's. Typically, it's like a Camaro or a Monte Carlo or something like that. 305 automatic transmission. Don't rip your door panels apart. Just put a cage in it and go. And you're the one guy. Now, no offense, but you're probably the biggest guy out there. I'm I'm full. I'm (laughs) full-sized. You're you're a full-size race car driver for sure. And you have a six-cylinder engine out there compared to everybody else yeah just a little just a little 2.8 even not yeah. even a, yeah not even the no, big not even a big one yeah. um simply just uh I'm, I'm mid-30s and i've been part of racing my whole life it's what i've always been it's all i've done i actually spent five years down south making a living doing it and i've always wanted to drive race cars but it's fucking expensive and <laughs> it's just it's stupid money i mean even even to even. to build a nice uh, mad bomber is stupid money yeah um, it, it You're looking at cut right into all, all the drinking the money, all the travel do money. It, do it the right. Oh yeah, way. to to build to something that's nice way, like yeah. theirs. Um, Dave Cameron had a car. Um, somebody I knew had a, it, the car had a V6 in it forever. It's an old um, Roadrunner. Roadrunner. So way back, like it goes way back. Back and, in Nam. And everybody drove it, and went fast with junkyard motors. I had a chance to buy a nice rebuilt six cylinder to throw in it. And Jesus, if I spent a thousand bucks a year to race ten races, I think that's probably max of what I spend. Yeah. And you can't race for a grand. No, fuck. No. And so you know it sucks on the restart when they they literally are running you over. It sucks. And take a shot. <laughs> I can't <laughs> help it. I, I it, but you know it is tough to watch that. And, and at the same time, you look at a, a guy that might buy a nice. You know, ha, he's older. He has the. I'm old, but I don't have the budget because. If I decided I didn't want to go to 70 races a year and travel over to go see race cars, maybe I could race more. Oh, yeah. um, but I raced that thing for cheap, cheap, and it, it's real fun. And, again, it, it might suck sometimes to get past because they got more than me. But when when you muscle that thing around the outside because you're barely lifting through the corner and you pass them, it's pretty cool. See, I'm over here listening to you talk, and you are for sure selling yourself quite a bit short because – even regarding all those circumstances you just saw, you won a race last year. And even right now, in a field of, what is it, like 26? We got 20 every week at least. No, well, there's more than that. There's like 24 to 26 to show up every week. And you're the point leader. Or you I, were the I point was. leader. I was. I was the only one until last Thursday. week that finished every week in the top 10. Yeah. So, um, you're, what, are you back suck. to third now? I'm back to third. I'm my own, so, maintenance is hard. Um, but it's not amazing. I race a lot. I race basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every week. Well, you I'm somewhere. Don't. I don't race, you but I, I go to the track, I spot or I work on them or whatever, or I just go drink and get loud. Um, <laughs> or both, everywhere. Yeah. Like or if, if you, if I have a Saturday and there's not a race and you tell me there's one anywhere within 10 hours, I'm going like, I'm into oh, it and we're going to, yeah. we've proved that a couple of times um, now, yeah. So, you know, and I get it, like, I, I've been a student of the sport my whole life, for, from the beginning of time. And, you know, I was 34, 33, and I finally got a chance to do it. And, I, and it's hard to, I mean, we, I could have sucked, but I knew it. You don't. So, but I, I understood it. I've, I've, I've 
paid so much attention my whole life. I've drooled over the thought of just getting to do a lap. So when I finally did, it just made sense. I mean, I, 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 I talked, I talk race car, I mean, I talk race car drivers from the Bush series down in my life how to get around a racetrack before I ever went around a racetrack. Because I that's just, actually kind of mind blowing now that you say yeah. it. Like that's that's a totally different perspective that I've never really. I had mean, ten, that ten years to. before I ever drove a race car, I was spotting a bush car and talking <laughs> people around the racetrack, and I had I had dried the track off with my street car. I See, <laughs> that's crazy to me because, like, again, you're a full size race car driver. You, somebody 20, looks at 20 you, you're like, seat. <laughs> somebody looks at you, you're like. I don't know what he does. I don't know what he does for a living. I don't know what he does at the racetrack. But you show up on a Thursday night with a very competitive field, I would think. You know, I, I used to race Thursdays back in, way back in NAM. And Somebody's you're posted fucking a good, good. throwback. You're you very that. fucking good. That's what blows my mind. And, like, we've even had that conversation at the bar a couple times where we're watching you. And you're like, even last year when it was only maybe, like, your fifth or sixth time out ever touching a racetrack. We're like, he clearly... Like he's not stupid. again. He knows I just spent yeah. so many years drooling over doing it, and if if I can say one thing, I am is even like on a Thursday. The hardest thing is to be patient and understand that they're fucking weapons. Right. And if, <laughs> if there's one thing throughout my life, watching my uncle that he taught me was you're better off to have a night where you're patient and you load the car up than a night where you go, well, Jesus, that hole looks good. Right. You know, lose two spots to end the night correct. And, and I I truly look at that every week and. Not a lot of the amateur dudes look at it that way. No, so they sometimes don't. they might take advantage of that, or and I get it. But I'd rather just not have to work on it on every night of the that, week. That's that's what I like though. That even watching you though is that yes, you have very, very, very limited time behind the actual wheel itself, but you have so much knowledge in terms of what you've seen previous that it almost automatically made sense to you once you were in the car. And so I guess going off of that, when you were doing the whole spotting process and stuff like that, you know, moving up to where you are now, what was one of the main things that you actually paid attention to or like that you sought after in terms of driving ability from a driver or a situation that you thought maybe somebody could have done something different with? Simple. I can just maybe I, I won't 100 percent answer that question. Just like a general. But literally, everything. when I was a little kid, you know, um. From from the day I was old enough to go to the racetrack and sit by myself and you know sit up in the stands I was going, and I used to go with my grandmother every week. My uncle raced Dave Langless uh, related. He raced too. Dave Langless so, used so, to pit next to me at Beechridge. One he, of the nicest guys. He, he's I've ever he's met my, my uncle's life. nephew. So however that works. Twelfth um, cousins seven times. So I was in the stands there. forever. Like we did not miss one race, and we showed up for practice. Like if the gates opened and you could sit in the stands, my oh, grandmother okay. was there, and we went. So I was going to do, I used to take, I remember it as a kid, I took the binoculars and I would follow one car and either I was going to be an announcer or I was going to be a spotter because I talked about everything they were doing and I pretended all the way through when I was way too old to do that without being on the <laughs> Whether spectrum. Whether it was right or not. Oh, no, I like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you're like 15 and you're still doing that is probably weird, but yeah. I was absolutely. Yeah, you're the and guy that's just next what to somebody you're like, what? Yeah, that's just, yeah, no, they yeah. talk, yeah, you hold the, or you flip the binoculars a long way to make it harder sometimes. Right. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah just, I can't see it, but I'm going to try. Just to give yourself a challenge. But that's what I did. That's all I did in the stands. Like, Interesting. And I, like and I I wouldn't become an announcer because it's hard not to to use swear words or to oh say oh my god like yeah. if yeah, I did the thing you do on go karts I'd be like well your dad sucks and clearly you're oh, no fucking better that's and then they I, wouldn't I, let me back but so, that's why I could never announce so, but spotting's easy because you can say that and oh yeah like so so what Dan's referencing is that me 
Bobby Timmons, uh, permanent guest of the show, and Rusty Poland, friend somewhat, of the show. Somewhat permanent guest. Yeah, somewhat permanent guest because he's nowhere to be found here tonight. But, Ever. Uh, me, Bobby, and Rusty, we work Bartlett Bridge Raceway over in Lyman, Maine. It's a go-kart track. It's just a little tiny dirt track keeping go-kart racing alive here in the state of Maine. Uh, literally without them and Richmond Karting Speedway, go-karts would be dead. Totally dead. Um, but Rusty and I, we, we announce the races. Bobby waves the flags. And every single fucking night, Rusty and I look at each other, and the, you know, there's there's kids out there, you know, sons, daughters of former race car drivers that we've either raced against or watched. You're friends race, with, and you want to you want to fr- rib them a little, with, and yeah. then you and forget it's a kid. It is the hardest thing in the planet to not let a fucking swear word out that's just totally uncalled for, out of character, or like just totally inappropriate or like just totally shit on somebody that would be funny to just you and them, but not necessarily in a crowd of people. No idea. How you yeah. Are. And yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of the tougher things for sure. But, um, no good for you though. Like I, I, I love hearing stories like that. The fact that you just, you, you were around it the whole time you watched what it, you needed to watch. It's all I've ever known and done. Like I was that kid in high school that was a disaster and pretty <laughs> much not going to graduate. And I said, well, I'm going to go build race cars. And like junior year and I had a direction, I went to North Carolina and I failed in the end, (laughs) but I did it and I was part of it and I failed because it was that time when the economy took a wicked shit. Um, and because I was, I'm not that to, to, to make it down there in racing, you got to be willing to motherfuck your best friend. And I I can't motherfuck an enemy. Um, yeah. yeah, And I just can't, I, I can't do that. And that was one of my worst. That was one of what f- helped me fail for sure. Right. You know, even if even if the team's exploding around you, you want to make it work as best as you can. And right. then you go, well, everybody else left. See, I, it's funny that you bring that up because one of the things that I've totally, totally seen in terms of what going down south is that, like, if if you're from Maine or the Northeast in general, they almost want to hire you on the spot because they know you're gonna like do very simple, basic shit like show up to work, <laughs> not call out yeah. constantly. You're going to get shut done during the day. And if not, they need uh, you there at 3 a.m., you're going to be there at 3 a.m. Be, because just, race cars are cool, yeah. Um, if, you're gonna, if they need you to work around the clock or but, you're an underfunded team, all the way around the clock. Right, yeah. But on the other hand, you, you get fucked or you have to fuck somebody to kind of move yourself up. But, um, yeah, so you, you raced on Thursday. Did you, do any, did you do anything else cool the rest of the weekend? I missed the Friday, which oh, made Russell me sad. Didn't, Russell didn't race this Russell weekend. practiced on Saturday, but um, – I had to take a week off from from going to Oxford because I, 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 we all know how I feel about Oxford. Yeah. Um, so I got a chance to just go to Beechridge, which Beechridge is home. What I love about Beechridge is when I walk through the gate, it doesn't matter if I've seen you in the last year or not. There's every third pit stall I can stop and have somebody to talk to, yeah. laugh about the dumb shit I do. Um, I went and hung out with you. Yeah. I got to watch a little bit of what you limited guys do, and I'm into that. Um, not not the greatest night to show up for us, but it, it was... I mean, I can nail out my weekend pretty quick here. Yeah, I what just, do you got? Uh, I did nothing, and I came and hung out with you. So <laughs> that's my weekend. Solid. I tried to give so you a you, you wouldn't have any. Child. I, I watched Dan race on Thursday, Friday. What did I do? I don't think I did much of anything on Friday. There was no go-kart races. I can't honestly think what I did on Friday. Um, oh, no, I know what I did. I hung out with uh, Alman Evans. He's back in town from old college friend he's living in north carolina now basically living the dream like you were just talking about uh works for fury race cars he's up north he's from new hampshire originally um but saturday we ended up racing uh whole day was just kind of meh nothing really spectacular happened we went out first practice 
Uh, we ran our fastest time that we have all year, but we were still only like third quick on the board, which is a pain, like a huge kick in the dick. As a super late model guy, it blew my mind how much your speeds changed from oh, early yeah. practice to late. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. that would make me want to stab myself yeah. to try to figure out why that's a thing. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. I don't usually pay attention, but the, the first practice, it was like O's. O's and yeah, ones. rocket ship. Like, like I, I don't know what's fast. So you guys a, told me that a was fast fun. time for us in the sports series at Beechridge. Like a wicked fast time, like this past Saturday, we had like a seventeen o to a three, right? Um, within that three tenths range, there you're you're on point. You know what's going on. You're you're not a guy that's going to be in the way at all. Um, we went out for his practice. We ran a seventeen one, uh, which is I think it it has to be the fastest time we've run all year. No, pretty much. Um, and um, so a seventeen one. That like I said, the fastest time we ran all year. We were only still th- like third quick on the board, which was wicked, like just wicked frustrating. Big kick in the dick. But it is um, one competitive field of race. Well, cars. that's what right. I'm going to get to here. Two weeks ago, we went out for practice and we were, I think we we're, I think again third quick. Um, we usually have maybe, maybe just shy of 20 cars show up every week, so anywhere between like 17 and 19 is, is usual, a usual typical field. And everybody from first to seventh. Was literally, literally, take a shot, um, within seven one hundredths of a second of each other. So fast time was like a seventeen five zero. Seventh quick was a seventeen five seven. Now seven one hundredths of a second. You ran the same fucking time basically. So when you're in a field of twenty or so and you're that close within within the top ten, if you're off by just a pube, it magnifies red it. one or it, yeah, especially my red and red short and curlies but uh, no if you're off by just a little bit it magnifies it so much to where Meh. say maybe you ran like a uh 17 6, 5, but now you're ninth or tenth quick and you just got freight trained and you don't know why and you now you're wholesaling the thing when you're really not that far off and that's what's the biggest mind fuck every week is where you're like fuck we suck we're so bad we got to do this that and the other thing and then you, you really don't. You need to just kind of get into it and make so minor. You, so you need a little bit of luck. What, what oh, he's for sure. forgetting to mention is: so, you, how long have you been running limiteds? Uh, racing in general, almost twenty. The sports limited, series, yeah, the sports series, the sports series, two thousand eleven. So okay. about ten years. So you you run it for ten years. There's five guys in that field that together have raced limiteds for a hundred years. Oh, uh, yeah, it, for sure. Yeah, like, that's, that's no joke. From the beginning of when I remember going to the racetrack and the limited sportsman division had eight thousand and six cars and a semi and a everything. Those guys raced them then. You know what I mean? You're racing against guys who have been a staple in that field since Christ. <laughs> Before before the limited sportsmen were even a thing, you had yeah. the, you had Wildcats of a hundred and forty yeah. fucking cars that showed up every week to straight almost yeah. to late models. Back when they went ran stock wheels and Brad Layton figured out how to make the wheels work. Yeah. And well, see that's the thing too. Like three a, a, a limited sportsman now or a sports series car, whatever. It used to be that, twenty years ago. That was a late model. Oh, that's what a late now. model Hell used yeah. to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, and the it, times have changed so much yeah. to where. A pro stock or a super late model, that's a full-blown science project at oh, this point. I, yeah. You could have all the money in the yeah. world and math still Math and math put together and, and it don't even make yeah, sense. Yeah, you could spend $120,000 on a super late model and still suck. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it doesn't matter. And that, like, as much as I, I want to do it, I, I, I've realized that that's a challenge. I, I keep I think, telling you that every time we yeah. talk about it. But that limited um, class is probably one of I, – I would stack that group up against 
just about anywhere in the country. The names, the 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 amount of laps at the same racetrack, yep. the guys that keep every year, twenty plus years. I mean, Bubba Clyde. I mean, he Bubba went super sportsman, Bubba but then he was limited, and then he, he hates went back. Me currently, but he's Man. still an idol of mine. I mean, he um, absolutely you know, Frank Ware. Yeah. Uh, well, tough to race with sometimes but you know he's he's been around it forever he knows what he's doing but he's a if, former so champion. you you think for a minute from his, his end Marvel. it would i don't care if you run it for 10 years he's running for fucking 30 right. it's tough to say well i'm gonna let him uh, you know it's tough to forget that you're well, you're just as good as the rest and not you know you don't you're not owed it that's that's one of the tougher things that i've come into it though with the sports series is that i'm only 26 years old and i i realize that and a lot of the guys that i race with they're 70 40s 50s. every time you tell me how old you are and how many years you've raced the doesn't, math doesn't make sense you know, nope, right nope. i was close i'm 26 I years old i've been racing for 20 years whether it was go-karts a thursday program like you do now um sports series what have you i've been in the sports series now for 10 years which it's it's crazy i've been doing it since i was 17 it's crazy to think of a division but, at a racetrack where 10 years is not the the you're not the max guy. Yeah, you're yeah. not the whatever. And that's that's also as cool as it is to race against some of these guys. When you're fat, as fast or faster than them at that age, even though I've been doing it for 10 plus years where I would think I have a little bit of respect, I have none. And, you know, I get up next to a, a, a Clyde Hennessy or a Frank Ware, and sometimes I just get flat out run over because I'm I'm the young seen kid it. who's – Yeah, everybody's seen it. And I, I've had – even last night, I got – Weapons. You know, I was I started. What did I start? Seventh, probably something like that. Pretty close. Um, go out for the feature, and we're we're in third by like lap two. Like we we finally got our shit. You're in a hole to the bottom once, and I was screaming so fucking loud. Yeah. I do not know how you didn't hear me. <laughs> but I, you know, I, <laughs> I know why you didn't take it because you were making it work, right. and then it, it stopped. And, but um, but you know, I, I got up to third, and I was fighting with a car who. It, he, it's a new car for him. He got it brand new last year. Bubba Pelton built it. It's a beautiful car. I wa- I saw it on the jig. It's a beautiful car. Yeah, I, I saw it before it's they a, finished it too. It's a leaf spring car though. So with the leaf springs, is it's a little bit different mentality. Different, you know. It's it's between that and what I run with the coil Chevelle nose. It's not even apples and oranges. It's apples and fucking bananas. It's not even. You run a modern race car, and a leaf spring is basically. A- Wagon that right, we used but to get if you know what horse. you're doing, like oh, a Clyde or a Frank, they they got their shit together. They and raced they can it when fast. that was only choice, and they can be fast for sure. Like they raced they, it when it was only choice. Yeah, and back when they used to roll right over in the right oh, rear, yeah. and they had the roundy headlights oh, yeah. with the filled in aluminum. And, 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 <laughs> and the biggest thing with happy. them is that they're either on point or they're out to lunch. There's no in between. They're they literally none. Take a shot, but they <laughs> literally um take another shot. So. Uh, no, the, the toughest thing with me, though, is that, like you said, I've been racing in that series for 10 years, but you would think that I would have some respect, but I, I, I feel that I'm still viewed as that, that young kid who's just a, a, a punk or a puke or whatever I look, they call I don't me. look at you as a and puke, they, but they I look all, at you as a young kid. They've all called me that, though. I've you, been called that literally like to my puke. face. Like, oh. Every time you, you tell me how puke, long you've done it, punk, I go, you know, that's not possible because yeah. my, my math cannot yeah. match you doing that back then. Yeah, and the, the, like, I've been called a puke. I've been called a punk and all these things just because I'm running with these guys. Not even that we've you know made contact or anything like that, but they fucking hate it when I'm up there with them. And I, I totally get that. I would hate it, too. Even now to this day, when I'm race, racing with like a Devin Curate, who's he's only been in it for a ha- couple, two, three years at this it, point. It was nine weeks hate, ago. I he was it. running Thursdays, and yeah, it, it and wasn't I hate great. It. You know, it, I get it. I totally understand it, but that's where I want to 
maybe hopefully later on down the road get into a, a higher up series. I had a hundred maybe a little bit more respect upon uh, you know amongst competitors where that's not so much of an issue um, because you know I, I don't have the huge funding by any means or the you know the right last name. I think I've said that a couple times, but eh. I would like to. You do. You just not yeah from Parsfield. <laughs> right. right. I have the I have the right last name, just the wrong wrong family <laughs> string there. Um, we'll get Butchie to adopt you. <laughs> Uh, Trevor's a good dude, but um, no, that's no, that's a good talk there. I like that. But w- we got so much other shit to talk about here. We were thinking we about have- doing a double show today. Um, so, so Bobby, big time um, for the first time ever, has watched watched the NASCAR races this weekend. Yep. Um, so obviously NASCAR was at Bristol. If anyone doesn't know, you probably should. Um, and they did K and N trucks, Xfinity Cup, and. You know, all of it was at a reasonable time to actually sit down on your couch and watch it, which was pretty neat. And trucks, I think, raced on Thursday night, and it was about like a nine o'clock green flag, which was pretty fucking perfect. And Bobby, big time, watched it, and I was all excited to, to oh, talk yeah. about. I've it with got him. notes. I'm ready to go. Bobby, yeah, literally, Bob, Bobby was probably the the biggest contributor to our our Twitter uh, account and all the tweets that we sent out that night. I don't and think he didn't. What did he tell you? What did he tell you guys he was doing? Uh, I don't think he just said I can't be there. He just said I can't be there, which is Snapchat showed me it was it was uh, boats and hose, pretty much. Yeah, just saying. It's it's probably just the hose. Um, But so I don't have much on the truck. I mean, I do have a lot on the truck race, but I kind of figured I was going to bounce off Bobby because Bobby was going to be the only. There's only one thing in the truck race that's worth talking about. I I I bet on whenever it's at a track where I'm like I think this guy's going to win. I put so it doesn't sound like much, but if you even put like five or you know six seven bucks on on a guy and you do three guys for 18 bucks or whatever they win you turn that into like 70 like right. all all of them have pretty good odds so so i put a bet on solder Nemechek, and moffitt and about i don't know what it was into stage one but solder absolutely planted Nemechek into the wall and he started about 13th i think he was running up about p5 and you know he, he looked like he was about to win um, not to brag or anything, but that would have been probably the best. That, I mean, that would have been the best result I could have had. Uh, $5, I think, would have turned into about 120 on Nemechek. No one thought he was going to win, but he was, he was pretty fast. And, uh, that's, Sauter, four, Sauter, that's four half gallons of Tito's. Right. So, so Sauter planted him in the fence because Johnny Sauter is a cunt, and no one likes him. And uh, But, you know, whatever. I had Sauter, Nemechek, and Moffitt, and Moffitt ended up winning. So at least I made, you know, I, I think I turned $5 into about 55 So Solid. You know, worst comes to worst. But there, there's a couple other things before we get to Natalie Decker, which is, the you know, the main topic of the night. Uh, Matt Crafton, after he dumped Stuart Friesen in uh, turn three and four, which, you know, they're both racing for the championship. Matt Crafton, after he got out of his truck, said, there's plenty of other ways that we can do this rather than tear up each other's equipment, which um, I don't know if he had his that, eyes open. That but. whole interaction was fucking incredibly weird to me because they bounce off each other on the racetrack. Then they go to Matt Crafton on the infield. He says his very typical cardboard box interview of, meh, 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 we shouldn't have done this, meh, 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 he's stupid, meh, 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 I'm right. And then all of a sudden, Stuart Friesen, who should have probably been mad, Oh my God! Should have yeah. been wicked. He, he should have. It, Stewart. It, it looks like Stewart's from Canada. Like if you look at his truck, it, it, it looks like. I'm like, saying New York's the same yeah. thing. He, he yeah. pretty much looks like he should be like that Cameron Haley kid that had like the Canadian right. leaf on there or whatever. Yeah. But he he looks like he's just way too nice. He, the weirdest thing to me though is that like, him. after their interviews, you would think they were mad at each other, and then the camera never moved, and it shows them Stewart freezing comes up to Matt Craft and they hug each other. 
Yeah. What in the fuck? He's is definitely this from so Canada. Opera? If my Trek screaming fist fight ends in a hug, I and you did yeah, it wrong. I'm done. Yeah, you did it wrong. You see the Crucius fighting? That was pretty neat. I don't even know who that was. I don't either. I tried to. I tried to catch who they were. Can we talk? One wanted to fist fight, and one definitely wanted a hand job. And some guy that we don't know. We don't know who the other guy was. Which I don't know if. Does anyone know any idea who the other guy was? Because the other guy was the most mad. But Probably Brennan Poole, Brennan Poole is a fucking loser. For, is he still racing? He is. He's really? racing the 30, and it, I don't know what the team is, but he raced the Xfinity car, obviously, for Ganassi Racing, and he, he had the sponsorship from, what's that company that ended up getting raided by the FBI? DC Solar. DC Solar. So he had DC Solar as a sponsorship, and Ganassi was like, hey... Thank you. So what we're going to do is we're going to take DC Solar and we're going to have them sponsor pretty much everyone else we can possibly have. And everyone else is dying because someone shit themselves. And luckily I've just been talking. DC Solar made all the power. If that shit could be functioned into electricity, but nobody would need it. The last thing I heard, the last thing I heard about according to their records anyway. The last thing I heard about Brendan Poole was he was trying to sue Ganassi because they took his sponsorship, which was DC Solar. Well, and then. Wow. Okay, how did that work out? Because DC Solar ended up being a company that got raided by the FBI and oh, pretty much sure. bankrupt, and they were just you know lying like, on everything. Whatever's after bankrupt, like well, okay. not allowed so to be a business. Going so off Brennan Poole is a fucking joke, basically. Going off of that, Who? what in the fuck happened between Jeffrey Earnhardt and IK9? Okay, uh, no idea. What was that about? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Earnhardt finally gets a good solid My- backing behind him, goes racing in competitive Gibbs equipment in the Xfinity Series, has a weird deal for ex- extreme concepts racing. And from what I read, the initial report was IK9 backed out. Gibbs stole another sponsorship, blah, blah, blah. Gibbs is terrible for the sport. But if you actually read into it and didn't just run your mouth like a fucking idiot, like most people do on Twitter, you would read that Jeffrey actually backed out of the deal himself from IK9. Right. Which that, to me, makes no sense. I don't know if anybody else has any. So early IK9 came in. Pre Gibbs, pre all that sponsoring stuff, they kind of opened their own team. They kind of just started with their own deal. Concepts, whatever it is. So I think they they thought that that would cost less. Well, that's not ever the truth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Buying shit's expensive. So then they they wanted to fund somebody. And the only thing in my mind that makes sense is Jeffrey made a boo boo. In terms of fuck somebody's daughter that he shouldn't have, possibly or the canine. Something. Yeah, he fucked like, a dog. I don't know. Not saying that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> that might have happened. I don't know you what that know. word is when it's alleged. You pretty much never know. But I don't know. I'm just saying, like maybe he made a. So you look at um the dude that just got caught doing pre workout shit that Bailey Curry. Oh, Bailey Curry, yeah. friend, friend of the, of the show. That was so, on the notes. Friend so like you you look at that. That's a true fuck up. Like was it though? Pre workouts not he, fucking Adderall. What do you, what no, well Adderall. Denny Hamlin does pounds, so it clearly it. is not illegal. It. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, we, we all know that what's happening with that. But so did um, AJ Adderall Mendinger. Well, he looks like he loves Adderall yes. for sure. But yeah. if we can go back to the truck race real quick, so I had Soderek Nemechek uh, because Soder is a fucking weapon. Literally, no one in the world likes Johnny Soder. Not many people like Nemechek. Either. I liked Johnny Soder like 13 years ago, right? When he was and, relevant. And I had Crafton wreck Friesen, which obviously happened. Um, who else did I have? I had Friesen ben, would have wrecked himself, probably. Pretty much. Which sucks. Uh, he's going to win or wreck himself. Ben Rhodes, ben Rhodes wrecked uh, Jennifer Joe Cobb and also wrecked, uh, I have it in my notes, uh, Sam Mayer. So Sam Mayer, which, who, if we want to just touch on the, the uh, K&N, my bad, race really quickly. Uh, Sam Mayer, was, who is the, the championship leader in the uh, K&N series, 
by a pretty solid margin. The only competitive car that he has around him is is Chase Cabri. And this kid was starting on the pole, Chase Cabre, or Chupacabra, or whatever the fuck his name is. And Cabellas. He was, yeah, he, he was starting on the pole. Sam Air was starting P2. Sam washes up, gets right behind him, and fucking just absolutely plows I guess him. the week before they were, or last race, they wrecked each other too. Yeah. See, I don't doubt that, but one thing that I need to say, I, I am completely on Chase Cabri's side uh, on this. I think Sam Mayer's a little cunt. And I think what he did was not warranted at all. Um, we're talking about the K&N race, uh, Charlie, if, if you've seen any of the snippets at all. But Bush North. So Sam, Sam Mayer absolutely dumped uh, Chase Cobbery. He Could've. he raced the rest of the race, and then he got taken out in an ambulance, which I don't understand because Did you know all this hard. about the K&N race without looking it up? No. Well, good. I, I, looked at, I was just watching on Twitter, basically. Right. No, yeah. I'm into the fact that you knew something about it. Cause I don't watch who, much of the The mayor dude, I've heard his name. The the, yeah. the, the, the Cabela dude, never. So is he so like 16 and has a Sam, ton of money Sam for no Mayer's reason? Sam Mayer's dad's yeah. basically rich, and, and Chase got on Twitter the day after and was just like, I'm, I'm pretty you know, I'm pretty annoyed by the way that Sam Mayer races. He doesn't even know what a 916th wrench is. His dad's just rich, and he has this ride because his dad's that rich. That would be Bradley rich. with a rich dad. That's a I mean, solid if I, comment. If I, if I had a rich dad, I mean, yeah. but I've been looking dad, for one for years. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I wish I had a rich dad. My Call Dad, Daddy. My dad didn't even give me a birthday <laughs> present, and Megan's parents gave me, like, uh, uh, okay, I took enough. you go-kart racing. Uh, you did. Yeah. So, with just what we were talking about before, you went to the, the pisser. Sauter wrecked Nemechek. I don't know if you saw that. Sauter is a fucking weapon, obviously. I hate Johnny um, Sauter. Johnny Sauter's with a cunt. A and so is it Matt Crafton. Matt Crafton wrecked Stuart Friesen. Everyone saw that. Matt Crafton's a cunt, too. Ben Rhodes had a pretty, like, I mean, he ben had a fucking... Ben or Ben Rhodes? Ben Rhodes. He had a snowplow attached to his fucking truck. He he Ben Rowe did too. Yeah, he dumped <laughs> he dumped Sam Mayer and he dumped Jennifer Joe Cobb, but Jennifer uh, Blowjob. The, the If you, know, you wreck Jennifer Joe Cobb, it's not your fault. If you're racing with Jennifer Joe Cobb, <laughs> go you home. should just park. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, like, just go to bed. Find a six year old in the parking yeah, lot. Go to bed, pull the, the sheets back over your head, this, start your day over, take a shower and, and this, just go again. This wasn't this wasn't any of his fault, you know. He Oh my god, I don't know what the fuck. I like the anger. Yeah. So pretend like you're her and get angry and add the wine. So Jennifer Jokov was a lap car, obviously, like 10 laps down because that's just pretty much how she runs. And Ben Rhodes was coming around. I think he was coming for the lead. I don't know who was leading, but he basically come off the bottom and and just turned turned her, sorry, her around. Um, The only other lady in the race was Natalie Decker, who had a pretty spectacular performance herself. Um, And here's a little snippet of her audio. It's going to be about mm, Natalie Decker. yeah, Natalie Decker. If it's not clear, Google if, it. If you yourself. haven't heard you this yet, hear it. it's it's worth your fucking time. It's about it's a minute and twelve seconds. We're gonna do what we can here. Inside, 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 inside. <laughs> We're wrecked. I bring it to road. I don't know how the fuck I call inside the whole way down the back stretch. We still drive to the bottom of the corner, getting into three. Eddie, you gotta listen to Spotter. If you were clear, if you were came down when you're supposed to happen too, this never would have happened. Maybe just a little tight right in the center. <laughs> we're pretty close. We're pretty close. We're pretty close. We're we're close. This is zero two ass pack this, put her into the inside wall, fire it up if you can here. Must be that zero two number. Take it to the garage. Turn left. Take it to the garage. Oh my god, I'm fucking <laughs> 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 What the fuck? 
here. <laughs> Jeez, out. I'm taking my shit off. See you guys later. All, All right. right. So, <laughs> two things I'm going to take away from that. One, my favorite part is that they're trying to shit on her. Like, why didn't you listen to your spotter? Why did you do nothing that we told you? Why are you even in this truck? You don't fucking pay attention. You've wrecked literally 18 out of 17 times. And you're going to talk to me about how tight it is now after you wrecked it? Had nothing to do with what I just said. No. Ignore now, everything. Part two. Dan, you're you're a spotter. I'd like to think you're a professional spotter. You, you get paid the monies to yell at people over a microphone. Have you worked with a weapon yes. of sorts oh, yes. as bad as Mac- <laughs> I got a story. Um, you, can, you can Google it, and there's a video, which sucks. <laughs> um, so, I, I, so I guess in the end, I, how I decide whether this was his fault or mine, it's simple. This was um, 2011-ish. Um, we were uh, Michigan. We, were, we literally bought a beautiful a new Arca car, it, it, the best car this team owned, and this team had no money. But he had the sponsor was like this guy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> the sponsor was his dad. Weird. <laughs> Weird. The sponsor was his so, dad. So the sponsor Weird. was his dad. Type that. The sponsor was his dad. That's the he show was title. A, um, the sponsor was his dad. Dot dot dot. Weird. He was a uh, um, he was a surgeon that that. Fuck. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. We don't like him. Uh. Okay. It's uh, it's honestly the first Do time. Do we have a name or without? Uh, yeah, Larry Barford Jr. Okay. Uh, he, uh, Christ, I'd give you his address if I knew it. Um, so so Larry, I spotted for him Daytona test, and you know Daytona's hard, especially if you're a rookie. It's not hard because you're you're just turning the wheel, but there's so much shit happening. And if you if you ran a three stock at you know fucking Beach Ridge once, and then you went to an arc car, that's what he did. He did oh. not race. Oh. He had no, like, I, I'm wicked good at Google. Daytona. Like, yeah. Google's something I do. And I could not find a history of this dude. <laughs> but he had a dad that was a, a specialized surgeon. All the money. Yeah, at and least he, a dollar. All of it. Yeah. And he won a race. So they were flying me from up here to all the ARCA races. Up I, here I, is in Maine. Maine not yeah. close to anything. Nope. I, I flew down for every ARCA race that year, and uh, they, they paid for it. And um, I was spotting for him. So he would have that, that normal rookie that sucks deal. I can't hear you. Well, every fucking everybody else can hear me, and I yeah. can hear myself. I, I listen, and I can hear myself clear. So if you don't hear me, well, then you're stupid. Um, anyway, so w- w- we've had a, a few arguments by now of you suck and you suck kind of thing. Yeah. And we get to Michigan. Michigan's fast. It was right after the repave. And um, so we we're, we're probably started about 20-something out of the field of 30. And uh, I think it was Nelson P. K. Jr., the Nelson one that oh did the, the kick, the, the balls kick. Wow, throwback weapon. So, of the 32 Duraline yep. truck. Yeah. This one, Arcadia. I think it was him. Inside so, he, he spun in the middle of three and four at Michigan. And we were just past middle of the backstretch. And I go, spin in three and four, spin in three and four. So, not Start close. Ch- no, no, no. And if there's one thing in the world that I feel comfortable with, it's my spotting. It's, it's drinking and spotting. I'm goddamn good. Um, <laughs> Not, at not, the same not, time. not, not, no, no, no. I Pretty can't. Not if I same. mixed them, we would hit everything. <laughs> um, but like, I'm comf- confident in what I do. Yeah, and it's your job. I know to. for sure. I told him everything about what was happening, and he's now entering three, all the throttle, <laughs> and we're heading towards four, where he's the Nelson's right in the middle of the racetrack, all the throttle, and you, this on YouTube, 
And <laughs> we, uh, I'll send these guys the picture of the car after it was destroyed to put on the, the um, internet. Yeah, that page thing I don't <laughs> know how to use. Um, Twitter. And he did not lift. Not and he much. hit him so fucking hard that it, the, the Lexan on a, on a cup-type car is thick. And our car, same Quarter thing. inch, has to be. Blew it Per the rules, apart. has to be one quarter of an he inch. He hit him so hard on the right front that it blew the windshield out of the thing. The other spotters, like, that, you know, so so the, the spotting deal when you do an ARCA deal, every cup spotter thinks that every ARCA de- um, team should hire them because they're the best. So when a guy like me just shows up because they bring you as part of the team, they don't really necessarily want you there because you, they feel like you're encroaching on their $9 because that ARCA team paid me $9. Right. They, they get a lot more than $9 to right. spot. So they don't necessarily love you. up, And they're screaming at me. And I'm like, you don't know me, but I fucking told him what was happening. Yeah. And, He's you know, racing an ARCA for a he reason. He doesn't yeah. He did not. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'll send you the picture. It destroyed it. And I, everybody – and it's like – you know, when, when you're a kid that spotting's your deal and that's what you want to do, you know all those spotters and you want to be them. Right. And, I, I, you know, I was a hunk younger, not a lot, but, you know, it sucked to have them screaming at me. But at the same time, it's like I fucking did it right. And, and here's what I look at is he has not driven a race car since shortly after that, and I've been spotting a lot more since right. now, since then. Yeah. So sense. maybe one of us it did the right thing. And, and it does suck that YouTube holds it, and there's a video of all of it that, that continues. But – I have been part of those. What you just want to scream at them? You just want to tell right. them why did you fucking do that? Right. And at and, that point, it's your fault. That, yep. Until they know the. Full and you, story. you don't want to scream because at the end, it, there's nothing that would ruin your connection with them than screaming at them because then they they don't want to trust you the next time. But, um, yeah. If you hadn't pooped yourself, we can talk about more. <laughs> I, I do have one last thing to talk about, Natalie Decker. So everyone just heard the audio before Dan. Ryan there's a different spotting. audio when the spotter goes, "Why were your fucking brakes locked up?" <laughs> like I, she's pushing, getting pushed, and all the brakes. All the brakes. I think she right. put it in reverse. She, she's she's getting pushed by a push, push truck at Bristol. Obviously, but, she's getting pushed to, towards the garage. It's. If you just hold the wheel a little bit but, to the left. So as a new there. race car driver. Yep. So last year I ran uh, street if you're stock. A quote unquote new race car driver. No, you should but this be is the connection. Fucking NASCAR truck. I can Here. connect my new race car driver to what she did. I so I ran a street stock last year once at Hudson. Yes. And I broke it. I just stopped do, doing street stock things. I just quit. <laughs> so I had to be pushed. Well, I'd never been pushed before. And on Thursdays we got an automatic, and this got to shift shifty things with those weird levers and stuff. Correct. Um, <laughs> So he's trying to push me, and I'm trying to get it to restart. And I'm, I don't know that you got to restart in second, not first, not ninth. Because yeah. I'm new. Right. Like that, they don't teach you that. It's supposed to be new. And she literally looked like me at Hudson getting pushed, trying to figure <laughs> out what gear to find. And she's running Bristol in a truck. Here's the she thing. was brand new that day. That yeah. was her day one. Here, yeah. Here's the thing. So we should give you all the credit because you, you're, you're talking about a one-time, one-off deal. And she's been racing in a truck for at least – 12 starts like it has to be at least she has wrecked well 18 out of 18 times right and but she's she's raced all of these times and the thing that i don't understand the most is that she's getting pushed in the banking pretty much fucking turns for you like it like all she she was like she turned she had to go like 20 all the wheels locked up yeah and she just i don't know what she did it it doesn't she doesn't either i don't know I don't know how she went up the hill because the ba- if you just hold the wheel even straight, the bank pit, is pit road is to the left, right, not the right, up. right. Like so, yeah. if you just take the, if you just turn the the wheel just even slightly to the left, you're going to end up going there because the or let go and it will turn left for right. you. If you just yeah, if you just let Jesus take the wheel, which I don't know why she didn't, but um, 
Do we have anything else on Natalie Decker? I don't. No, she I think just we've exhausted that. She's racing. She ran like a handful of late model starts. She did okay like once, and her dad had just enough money to where she's like, "Here's Arca, here's a truck, do what you can," and she's made a complete fool out of herself. Pretty much, she doesn't belong there at all. Period. End of story. If uh, anybody knows her dad, I'm there. fun. I like to drive race cars. I go <laughs> faster than her. I'll make him not embarrassed. Same. <laughs> just saying. Same. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you can drive it most of the time. Just let me sometimes sit in the Yeah, hole. that's fine. I'll let you. You do practice. I'll race. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. sold. I'll spot. Um, it yeah. seems like sold. it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> no, everybody can do it. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. As yeah. long as you're spotting for the 54, it doesn't really matter. You um, imagine her uh, as a spotter? Hey, no, holy spotting for the 54 can't be that bad because right. you're you only up there for like 20 laps. Right. And you're paid full price and then you're done for the day. You're shit-faced by lap 91. God bless. I don't believe in the religion stuff, but God bless Kevin Hamlin because he stood up there. and You see the Twitter post where somebody called him out as being a drunk, clueless fuck. And really? he, he was a he's really? William Byron's spotter. Is that right? He he's uh, Alex Bowman. Oh, spotter, same I think. difference. Some, yeah, yeah you're correct. Thing. Right. And uh, so the the guy on Reddit or whatever the fuck it was that called him out Hero. had his little hole. You know that little picture of you. Right. And it was the the twenty four. 88. 88, Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It was the eighty eight, and he goes, "Well, I spot for the car in your fucking profile picture." <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was not drunk till after because I had to have all the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> like he called him out, and it was great because right. race fans are. Right, they're all, they're race all fans. We love that. Like race fans are one of those deals where like we can't live with them, but we can't live without them we, either. We need. We're we're gonna have a segment here, somewhat through the show, where we're just gonna read tweets. We're gonna read race fan tweets. Um, and one of the, so, one of the one of the things that I need to touch on quick. We got, we go to the Xfinity race. Um, so what I was talking about when we first started talking about the truck race was. Uh, what I do is I usually put $5. I take $20 out of my bank account. I put $5 on four drivers. And so Nemechek got shipped by Sauter because they're both cunts. And they both ended up not winning the race, obviously. But Moffat won, so I made money. So in the Xfinity race, I was like Logano, er- Joey Logano, Eric Jones, Kyle Busch, Chris Rebell. Seems like a solid lineup, right? Anyone would put $5 on those guys. And, and if you pay attention enough to, like, betting, which I know no one really does, but if you put – say even you put $5 on Kyle Busch, you're going to turn it into, like, $30. $5 to $30. So you're going to make $10 even if Kyle Busch wins. Who's the favorite? So here's the thing. About, I don't know, 20 laps into the race, we're into stage one for sure. And Cole Custer gets squeezed into the wall by Matt Mills. Comes down the track for sure. Right rear is Christopher Bell on purpose. Spins him back up the track at Bristol, obviously, where you have nowhere to go. Eric Jones piles into him. Joey Logano piles right into him. So there's three out of my four bets in the turn two junk. wall, for yeah. sure. Like, junk. They were all off the track. They didn't They didn't run any more laps, except for Christopher Bell. I think he was probably like five laps down at the end of the race. But you know, And then I had Kyle Busch, right? So Kyle Busch goes out there. He's running pretty good. He ends up winning... At least stage two. He he was probably going to win the race fastest. He's he's always good at Bristol, obviously, in the uh, 18 JGR car. He blows his motor. Three to go in stage two, blows his motor, comes around, wins the stage, stage two, and, and gets on the radio and just goes, you know what, guys, I'm pulling it to the garage. This is done. You know, motor's gone. I'm doing my victory lap right now. So there's all, my, all four of my guys gone. So fuck me right into next week. Tyler Reddick comes out of nowhere and wins the race. It was, a, it was a hell of a race. I don't know if anyone else watched it. I assume no one did. Bobby might have, but Bobby big-timed us, so we can't really talk about it. He's but, not going to uh, live this one down for no, sure. No, he's definitely not. And so what I have in my notes is the Xfinity race was awesome for the most part. We had a hell of a battle between Justin Allgaier and uh, 
Who won? Tyler Reddick. And and Justin Allgaier blew a tire late in the race, um, which fucking sucks. You ever uh, see his wife? That? Oh, fat. She's me? So big. She's so not when, a nice person. So we no. used to run uh, – I ran Arca with him back when he was running his family team back then. Yeah. She had, he had her back then, so he clearly got her before he got fa- famous. Yeah, I don't – And she literally used to – Take drink, a shot. Um, she would bring literally. a bunch of tiny little dogs to the track with leashes. She looks like she and loves And she would dogs. drag the dogs around. And I think he got dragged twice as hard as the dogs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, she's she is uglier than me. I can, she is I can so confirm. she's just she's all of the fat. I can't. Oh, confirm it's not that. not good. Oh my god. I can confirm that because when I was going to school for with UNOH in Ohio, every year we did that that uh, the speed week trip down to Florida, and we would race like nine out of eleven days down at Volusia and fucking all this shit. And he was always racing a dirt modified, you know, during speed weeks before the the NASCAR shit was happening. Oh God! Wow. And um, he would always park right next to us because you know him and Kenny Wallace and Kenny Schrader they were they were somewhat affiliated with the school. David Shremi, um, they were all always around us. And same thing, she was always there. Not uh, a friendly lady. She ran the fucking yes. show. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Four Justin Allgaier. Four feet of cock. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Allgaier has she nothing like to do with the relationship other than be a tiny little human and contribute all the money to the relationship. He is and the she just spends of, it, he's and the she's opposite not a nice size. person. No, no, no. She no. yells at people, yes. whether you needed to yes. be yelled at or yes. not. Yep. And Your experience do- is what the, I remember. The small 100%. dog thing can be confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the last thing that I have about the Xfinity series before I can delete the rest of my notes is Cole definitely right-reared uh, Christopher Bell on purpose. I don't know if anyone else saw when, when he got wrecked. I think it was just Bobby, which is fucking fantastic since he big-timed us. Uh, Cole right-reared Christopher Bell up the track, got wrecked by all of everyone. And the other thing was Joe Graff Jr., who Bobby also Oop. loves fucking commenting on, who's not here, which is fantastic. Joe Graff Jr. Uh, did not qualify in colleague equipment, which is uh, the second DNQ of him. Or D, wow, Jesus. DNQ for him for the year. Dan, do you have anything to comment on, on Joe Graff Jr., who has not made a race in RCR equipment, which won the Bristol race, and colleague equipment, which has never finished worse than... The last thing I knew about him is he ran a start and park truck for SS Greenlight. All right, so that's all you need Didn't to know about know Joe Graff Jr. Didn't even know he went past that. Uh, I don't know if we want to just... I, if I just want to bang this out of the way real quick. That is my weapon of the week. Joe Graff Jr. Uh, did not qualify in colleague equipment. The number 10 uh, Xfinity car... Which easily should have been in the top twenty. He, he's, I think, he finished like thirty second in qualifying and didn't make the race, which is astounding because Ross Chastain and AJ Allmendinger both got in that car and finished in the top five in pretty much all of their races. Uh, but I mean, they got DQ'd and te- I mean, de- DQ'd. Yeah. If I had anything to share about the Bush race and. I couldn't even give you names because I don't know what they do. But uh, Carl Long, I, I used to work for him, and Carl's a solid dude. He, he, he took a lot of care of me when I lost my job and shit. <laughs> we, he, we he's like done Carl good Long, stuff for me. Friend of the program. Um, he, he tries to field sometimes four or five cars in the Bush Series and two in the Cup Series. And their, their Bush deal, I think they finished ninth or 10th. Good for them. Good for them. Um, solid. That was solid. There was a like, lot of guys that finished in the top. On pennies. Ten. On yeah. On no uh, money. There was, there was one Their guy. crew chiefs remain, which is neat. He's so, young kid, no clue. In the truck race, there was one guy that uh, CJ McLaughlin. I think he finished twenty first in the yeah. in the truck race, and he was twenty three laps down, twenty first. Oh. And there was at least like thirty eight trucks, I think. Right. So, which is it's pretty good. He was doing that deal with um, 
Andy Sice's group. I think so. Yeah, and yep. he cooked the motor to 908 degrees at Charlotte, then buried it in the concrete. Yeah. And then he quit so. because it was their fault. So, we, so who was your weapon of the week? My, my weapon of the week was Joe, was Joe Graff Jr. So uh, Joe Graff Jr., uh, he got in the 21 RCR machine in the Xfinity series, which has been Daniel Hemrick's ride for the last 30 years. And Daniel Hemrick's been done pretty fucking good in it. And he ended up, I don't, I, he ended up not making the race for sure. And he got on Twitter and was like, ah, oh, you know, uh, I missed the race and I just really messed up in qualifying. I was trying to baby it a little bit too much. I didn't want to wreck it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, long story short, he missed the fucking race, obviously. And then he gets into a college car, the number 10 car. And you know, call it They're, they're a good, organization they're they're basically rcr right and he gets into uh, another rcr car pretty much and uh dnq's it did not qualify finished like 32nd in qualifying and didn't make the race well, obviously he was also on the the big screen next to us here during the arca race today at springfield and he went from second to 20th he's so bad straight away out of 17 cars yeah i think it, i think it was a straightaway so he's the epitome of um, somehow finds money and gets and buys rides but is just not good enough to actually be in that ride yeah, tyler dipple right um so all of them dan do you have a weapon of the week well, natalie pecker girl natalie peck only okay. chance natalie pecker i have joe graff jr weapon of the week Charlie Sanborn. Who I was going to go with Natalie Decker for sure. You might as I well. Mean, in, in reality, I mean, I, I got to go to Beach Ridge last night for the first time in a while, and if I watched Charlie's race, he kept jamming his nose in, and the damn, uh, they, they do these number things on this podcast, and I'm bad at numbers, so uh, uh, less I, I than, think less it's... Than, oh, two, greater no, uh, than... Less than O... Or no, I, greater oh, than no, O... I got it. I got it. The O2. <laughs> um, he, uh, he, had a, he had a bong going on the entrance to one, <laughs> and he chopped the fuck out of Charlie. So he definitely um, – I, I like him. I, I only like him because he, nice he, he has bongs. He really is a nice guy. Um, yeah, I just, don't hate him. His car yeah, looks all right. I just don't know what, what, uh, what he's doing. He's a hair over his head because it, it – so think for a minute. If you go fast four times a year, you, you think that you're up there <laughs> and you're going to do something cool. Like if He's been struggling. That's not as talking out of school. I, as have I. I'll um, give him – I'll give him it. No, no, he that. chopped the sh- like you you filled the hole and then backed out. Right. Then you filled the hole and backed out and then you were all the way in there and he just goes, I, well, and when you say I all the way in the there, bottom. my right front was yeah. at oh, his yeah. window net. Oh like, yeah. That's yeah. my spot. Yeah. If, thought- if he didn't have door bars, you would have hit him right in the hip. <laughs> um, without a question. <laughs> I thought that Which was would all... make the passing easier. If, if yeah, you're oh, going to get a right sure, front yeah. tire to the hip, you're not chopping anybody. No, no, <laughs> um, no. They, I think they, I figured racing out, to be honest. My whole, yeah. my whole thought, from staying on the hill, it looked like he got, because he gets loose out of every corner there is. And so that's obviously two and four. And, oh, we're knocking down beers. And so he got out, loose out of two. And so I was like, oh, Charlie, poke your nose in, poke your nose in. And then Charlie just didn't get a good run off of two. And then. Going through three and four, he just got all of the sideways. And then I thought he spun out by himself, and Charlie was I was in the bar, the so when you're at the bar at Beach Ridge, no yeah. matter what, you got the best view. Yeah, oh. Whether oh. that's what happened or not, you you got the best view. <laughs> right. You could uh, be wrong. No, no, you can see right down the length, and you got the best view no matter what. And he, he, he um, the, the hole was not there, and he just kept turning left. No, yeah, no, I, I tried it once, and I about double-footed the break going into one and two. Gave him the spot back. It was, you know, it was lapping. One or two, I thought. Um, gave him the spot back. I about got run over by the rest of the entire field. Oh at yeah, that point. Oh, well, you yeah. stopped. Yeah, you stopped, and the rest off. of them did not. Yeah. Like and like Joey almost ended up in the middle of your halo. Everybody was on the same page. You know, there's a lot of those guys. As much as weapons as they can be, they're, they're pretty good to race with. Yeah. Um, and then like literally two laps later, take a shot. Uh, we're coming off a four, 
and he was all the sideways to the point where like I could read his number, his name on the roof. I could read the numbers on the door, and he moved up, and I took the bottom, and I didn't even think it was gonna be a question. Like I was, my like my right front was literally at his window. Now. No, yeah, it was his. Front. You were there the 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 two times before. Oh, I know. And, and then I, you were like happy. I, said, I was yeah. being nice. It was very early in the race. You know, golden rule: you're not gonna win the for the race on the first lap. So I you tried, but. I you tried, had to, but you like, had he wasn't out. there. You so had, had to back, back out. out. I right. Were you close enough you to see nice. Joey do the same thing with the 89? No. Like, he just kept putting his nose in, and that, that kid's like, oh, I'm going fast, yeah. and my transmission's not breaking my arm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, at this point, at, the, <laughs> at this point, like, we're just, like, I was just kind of, like, half throttle, like, just, you know, waiting, waiting, or waiting. you could see it. You know, just, you know, waiting for something to happen, and he moved up. I took the spot. I, my right front was literally uh, at a, take a shot, at his window net. Literally. And. Hip. You know, he just kept going left. I don't think I've said literally this whole show. There it is. Take a shot. Literally. Take a shot. And just kept going left and left and left. And then all of a sudden, my lefts are in the speed bumps, and he's going across my nose. I don't know what If he had a spotter, it would have been like Deckers. It would be inside, 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 inside. And we're wrecked. I don't know why I was yelling at you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you didn't start. That restart really pissed me off because oh, obviously, if, if anyone's listened to the show before, I the one race that I've missed, which I think we're like what fucking seventeen races Something into this, like that, yeah. and I've missed, I've missed literally one, and Charlie won on that race that I didn't attend, which yeah. is just fan fucking tastic. <laughs> and so this race, he, he Jason Curtis did dumb stuff and turned towards the infield, and Charlie no, was just no O two, the O shit. Uh, the O2. Joey, Joey Logano's first cup. Greater, greater than O1 and less than O3. Did dumb stuff and turned towards the infield. And Charlie was just happened to be there for the ride. And I thought Charlie was going to restart third. And I was like, you know what? Charlie oh. third with uh, greater than 79 and less than 81 on the inside. I have all of the confidence in the world. And so I was like, Charlie's going to win for sure. And I haven't seen him do that pretty much ever. And... What happened? He gets put sixth for whatever reason, which I don't understand. Didn't it made no make sense. sense. Charlie was literally third. Um, take a shot, and so I was. All, I was all. I was all confused. And basically, Charlie got freight train on the inside. That the top side did not go at all, and the inside lane rolled, yeah. which basically means Charlie finished not that great, and he's gonna have a hell of a starting spot in Heat One next week. Yeah. And uh, newsflash: I'm not gonna be there next week, so Charlie's gonna win. Chicken dinner. Um, if anyone wants to bet on the Charlie Sanborn Racing, Texas Roadhouse, Chasing the Checkered, Charest Properties, Black Flag Podcast, Sponsor Machine, out oh, of Scarborough. Solid. I don't even do that good on that. Uh, that is Charlie Sanborn in the one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's going to win next week because I'm not going to be there. So um, just a heads up. Yeah. So I don't even know what we're talking Was that your weapon of the week? That was your weapon. His weapon of the week was the. Yeah. The I, was, I was just going to go with Natalie Decker. Natalie Decker. Or Clyde right. Hennessy. We haven't even touched on the cup front. race, which That's is pretty, typical. pretty solid. So I know that you're. you're Clyde's like grandpa. You can't make fun of him because he's just there. Oh, a nice guy. Just yeah. doesn't know where he is. He's literally shit. a rocking chair um, that so just keeps going. Are we going into grinds my gears? If Clyde flipped, I wouldn't be that upset. That's Brad. That wasn't. Was that me? Yeah, it was. Shit. Why so this old lady's gonna. Choke I'm gonna go you. into grinds my gears right now. Um, one thing I saw, it, it was on Twitter, I think. Uh, Jeff Gordon went to, I believe it was Eldora, or it was a sprint car race of some sort, and he sat in a sprint car. And people are like, if only he knew anything about sprint cars, or like, uh, like he knows anything about them, blah blah blah. And like, this is he won midget races how, at four. This is honestly how ignorant some of these fans are, because. Jeff Gordon started racing quarter midgets, which then progressed to midgets. He was the 1990 
two or three USAC midget champion. He then back was, when that was an event. That like, was that a, was a bi- thing. that's still even. I mean, today, I'm not saying it's a big fucking deal. Yes. I mean, it, it was him and Mike Stryker where they went back and forth. Uh, Stryker actually was one of my teachers at UNOH. He built his chassis. It was a Hawk chassis. Um, knows his stepdad very well. Uh, Jeff Gordon won the USAC Midget Championship. Uh, Mike Stryker won it the, the very next year afterwards. Uh, very big, prestigious thing to do. Uh, race sprint cars all over the country at like 14, 15 years of age. Like before, they had to get permission a lot of the times at racetracks to yeah. go and do that. Individual so track I'm seeing permission. these fucking tweets and these people thinking that they know what the fuck they're talking about. And I'm like, if only you had like three seconds to just go and t- like Google. And Wikipedia. not look like a complete fucking moron. Seldom uh, do I see a, what you would call a, a race fan post something unquote. on Facebook that matters. Or it's either sense. it's either it was good back in the day. Yeah. Or let's go back to Bring that. Bring back single, single file restarts yeah, and put the we, lap cars in the way. We got to reopen Wilkes Bro, even though Mayberry did and nobody went except for race car drivers. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah we got to open thing. that. That's another thing. So you're bringing up Tom Mayberry. He is the CEO, president, owner, whatever you want to call him, of the Pro All-Star Series. It's a it's a touring series of super late models and uh, modifieds, which is their, their, stock cl- the their stock front clip modifieds with tube chassis all the way back. Six horsepower. It's Apparently, not like the Florida mods. word has it, Grapevine has told me that he is on the lookout for us because I called him a cunt like seven times a couple, couple shows ago. Which is perfect. So just an FYI. Tom loves vodka cranberries. Hey, okay. You know, Just saying. So my biggest thing though, like he he's upset, and I get that. I I called him a cunt because he pulled a cunt move to to remove that star show on that Tuesday because it was quote unquote, which is a cunt move, too hot. For Total sure, cunt move. For and sure. I don't agree with it. And but also I understand. I'd have that brought Tom, a Japanese fan that day Tom and fanned him. Doesn't like negative criticism. Never has. Never will. That's just been his mo since day one. Everybody knows that. Now, also. I also said in the very same show that he's a very smart businessman. He's promoted this Pro All-Star Series he to didn't such hear an that, extent. Definitely. No, he definitely did not hear uh, that. No. That he's promoted the Pro All-Star Series to such, a, such an extent to where we ran a 150-lap race at the Oxford Plains International Fastest Parking Lot on the Planet, um, and there was 40 cars that showed up for that. So he knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. I ever, I, as much as I don't like a lot of the things that he's done and said in the past— I, I had mad respect that he could pull in twenty plus pass modifieds and forty plus, you know, pass super late models. Was neat. Holy yeah, shit. that was sick. And you know, you know, there's a lot of things he does that I don't agree with and don't respect or whatever. And you know, if he was smart, he'd go out of his way to probably turn that around. Maybe even sponsor the show. Come on the show. We'll we'll talk to you. We'll we'll have a conversation with you. I don't know I how you hear, mic him. I don't know how you mic him up when he talks with his back to you. But. I, I want to <laughs> hear his side of things, so the, I don't really care. The but. good news. I, I love what Tom does because no, we're no. lucky. There's plenty of parts of this country that doesn't have a solid run super late model deal like he does. No. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent, he he brings us something we need. And and um, the biggest thing for sure with owning. A, a, a very large touring series in which he does and owning a racetrack. You're going to get some flack. You, you're going to get shit. And right. keep in mind, this is a comedy show. It's not a dick. We don't, don't take if, it so if hard. We, if we talk shit about you, we pretty much like you. 
Probably. Well, well no, hey, I walked into possible. Oxford last week with my head held fu- high after I called everybody <laughs> there the fucking swamp people, and I, I like a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's but I, I still Curtis. walk through going, hi. Well, even, even just now, like we just shat all, shat all over Jason Curtis. I like Jason Curtis. No, I, I, even, I, I, wait, absolutely. I like Jason Curtis. I he don't hate him at all. Doesn't know where he's on the racetrack. No, right. Like Clyde Hennessy. So, um, yeah, it's okay, just, I actually don't like Clyde Hennessy <laughs> at all. I don't know him, but I, I'm afraid to talk bad about him. All I know is that he's pretty much shorter than me. He's shorter than, me, than so. I am, skinnier than I am, drives like a terrorist. If he's, I love the guy. He's one of the, my favorite people to hang but out to with. But to me, what's, like, I don't race with him, though. but to me what's cool is he's driven like a terrorist since 1973. Like, yeah, maybe even, yeah, yeah. forever. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like, just, that's just I, I, Like and, Jimmy Lavoie over there could tell us. He started in 1927, and that's... <laughs> Like yeah. forever. Yeah, no. I, I don't I, remember a day when I went to Beechridge and there was not a Clyde somewhere in the field. Oh yeah. Here's the uh, thing though: is that if if he's shorter than Charlie, which means that I have at least a foot on him. So I fucking hate Clyde Hennessy. I, I will talk. <laughs> I will talk moderate shit about pretty much anyone in this show. No, Clyde Hennessy, I've had the utmost respect for him because I was very nope. good friends with Cody Webster back in the day. Uh, Clyde actually worked out of uh, Cody's dad's garage, Jason, because he didn't have a shop of his own. So when I was hanging out with Cody, I miss him in a um, Wildcat for sure. Clyde's Limited was there, and I was always fascinated by it. I, you know, I had a go kart at the time, a Whiskey car, even. Um, he's had was, good equipment for a long oh, time. He, he's not stupid. He knows what he's doing, which is the more even more frustrating in terms of why he races the way he does sometimes. But he he was you know it was something that I had a lot of respect for. And it was something I was fascinated by. Anytime I go to the shop and I'd look at his car, and I, at one point, a lot of people probably don't even know this, but I had a go kart that I raced at Richmond Karting Speedway. It was I had to be the number twenty three because Willie Pilot was the one, but I painted it all. It was like a weird pea green. You were a Dave Farrington fan before it even happened. False. No, uh, my dad's fight. number was twenty three, and if you say anything about not coming from a racing family, I'm going to throw up before I carry out my sentence. So, <laughs> not uh, from a racing family. And then Charlie it was Sambo. like it was like a pea green with like a, a black scallop and then orange filling in the scallop behind it. And like, it was like I'd, that chewy not, seafood, not the seafood, like the, the design, like a car design. Um, it's a thing. It's a word. Look it up. Promise. Um, uh, and it had a 23 on it, but <laughs> nobody knows that that was based off of Clyde's limited that oh. year. And I liked it. I liked the colors. Present. I was all about it. I, I respect. He always quite a bit. had some colorful race. Cars. So I was, I was, you know, when I got into a, a sports series car, I was pumped to start racing with him. And then I started racing with him. I was like, what in the fuck is this about? And Saturday, after I got in that tangle with the O2, he was fighting me for, like, ninth place. You know, nothing really that important. And he got inside of me, and he drove over my left front. Like, not even not even close. Like, my left front was at, like, his number. And he just took a hard right over yeah, the front Yeah, no door stretch. bars. Hip, they'll never yeah, do it. And I went up over the lip sideways, had to catch it, was really pissed about it. Got freight trained by a couple more cars. And... After the race, the checker came out, go down the back stretch. I doored the absolute fuck out of his left front under yellow after the race because I was pissed. And I was like, all you did, you hit my left front. I had a shitty finish. I hit your left front. You're now going to have to work on your race car during the week. Last Thursday. And he was all sorts of like, whoa, 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 what did I do? I've never done anything wrong. I've done this for 100 years. You're just 20-something. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's the same conversation I've had since 2011. They forget so. that 20 something might equal a lot of years of racing. Yeah. Last Thursday was the first time I ever rolled on a pit road and I had somebody just drilling my back bumper. And I still don't know why. And I reacted like I thought I would. Yep. All the brake in reverse. Oh, yeah. Right away. Of course. Like I react. Uh, like I'm I'm a pretty positive person in this racing shit. Yep. Like I don't want to get angry there, and fight. Sure. But you're just like he's just drilling me and I'm, I'm like, 
I know what just happened, and I don't know why you're doing it. And I Googled him, and he's maybe 17 and 104 pounds. Okay. Perfect. So, like, I, I would like to know why. But at the same time, I just maybe he was having a moment. Um, and he was sad that he couldn't – I was broken on yeah. three cylinders, and he couldn't pass me. But it, it was, like, somebody hitting you after. It's, it's like, well, can we just talk? Yeah, yeah. Like, can we just well, that, let's have a beer a and talk about why you suck? And a lot of these guys we can't, can't absolutely. That you know, Bubba Pelton, have great re- respect for him. He's helped me since day one. Built my car actually back in Nam. You know, he, I've he always, got me to the point where I am today. I've been very good friends with him up until a couple weeks ago, and he hates me now. I've always been um, a fan. You know, just because of the Cl- way his car looks. Clyde Hennessy, same deal. Clean. Frank Ware, same deal. I Fuck fucking Hennessey, hate racing though. with these guys though, because they have no respect for me. And they just drive me all over the racetrack. It's probably hard to not feel important when you've been part of the division since Christ. Oh, yeah. And I I think that's probably what they're thinking. A lot of times they just don't even know where they are on the racetrack. They really honestly don't. And if you ask them, they've never done anything wrong. Clyde Hennessy doesn't even know where he is in general. Nothing has ever been their fault. They've done 10 billion clean laps on the racetrack. And anything that's ever happened to them is somebody else's fault. And you can ask any three of them. They'll give you the same answer. I've been a part of conflicts with all three of them. I don't care. It, that's just what happens, and you, anybody can go to the racetrack. And when, especially after last week or this two days yesterday, whatever it was, I come off the racetrack and I, I gather my thoughts, and I don't cause a scene, anything like that. Much like their crews do almost every Saturday with somebody else. Jason Curtis tried to and kill you. People come up to me, they're like, "What the fuck was their problem?" I'm like, "Honestly, I don't know. They yeah, just drove me all over the racetrack. They're gonna get it back. You know, ask any of them. I've. It might have been six races a year, ten races the very next week." They get it back every time. Did Dan, did Dan ever I'm I'm like twenty races, twenty two races into my career, yep. and I remember every single person that made a bad decision. Oh, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah. I think I raced. No, I, probably, I'm not gonna do anything about it until whether, the day whether comes. It's, but whether I remember it's healthy or not, I have a catalog in the back of my head right. somewhere. I, I I think I raced probably twenty six races in my career, and I can remember every single guy that wrecked me. Yeah. And the, there's one Lightning McQueen has hit me every week but one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't I, know why. Like I, I, right. I Facebooked him. He doesn't have one, which yeah. to me is weird. So he might not be a real person. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know from Adam. Like if if there's a reason for it, come. Like I'm pretty friendly. Right. Other than like Bob Darrow was the first person to ever punt me out of the way. Yeah, but we and I didn't. Bob well, I didn't know him. Yeah. I didn't know him, and I'm in the trailer. Or we don't have a trailer to sit in but I'm by it uh, and he, he shows up on the wheel well. he shows up and I just started screaming at him like what the f-? you know like because I'm a smart ass <laughs> right and he didn't know that so he thought I was ready to fist fight him and I'm like no 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 you're good yeah. you you were the first person to ever move me and then the next lap I drove through the speed bumps right. I hit you as hard as I could with my little Camaro and your <laughs> yep. big car and nothing happened <laughs> right. yeah, he's got like, like a fucking Caprice I, you were the first person I tried to wreck and you were the first person that ever tried to move me I'm not yeah. mad so that, that's what I love right. though is that you're still in the, you're still in the midst of all of your first oh it's, oh, it's so Many every yeah. week is the first. Like you won before yeah. you ever wrecked. That's, I, that's, I won before which, I ever finished fifth. Yeah, and then you wrecked, and you're like, "Oh, that was cool." I'm like, I've never neat. heard it of somebody nice. that wrecked and was pumped about it. I was <laughs> Honestly, like, "I've never I, wrecked before. I, 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 I never, I never had to do it." I, I know Dan, Dan's wreck was was spectacular, but uh, I was so I was out there, and I shouldn't have been out there. Pretty much, I I didn't have a crew. I, it was me and like two other guys at most. But the the thing was is that most of the people that that uh, helped me when I was racing were. Their, their family raced legend cars, so we raced right before the legend cars. So I would race, I would pull off the track, I'd be by myself, so it was neat. I could, like, throw my helmet, I could, you know, throw my, like, neck protection and shit and throw the steering wheel or whatever, and no one was around me. But what, what I was going to say earlier is that 
I have a catalog in my mind of who, the people that got into me, and the only people that have ever got into me were, were Caleb Bean, which I tried to not really wreck him, but I was trying to at least get by him. Uh, the next the next lap out of, out of turn three and four, I got into him. It ended up screwing me over big time because, it, like, I had never touched anyone before. Like, I was just out there. You know, I was like a grocery getter fucking Sunday drive out there, and, and I was just trying to not touch anyone. And then I was pretty much behind him for, you know, we had probably 20 laps races or whatever, and so I was, I was behind him for, like, 12 laps and he kept washing up washing up washing up and i was like this time i'm not gonna lift i'm just i'm, I'm really not like I, I just really can't like i want to get up in you know i want to get into the money a little bit like i want to make 50 yeah. bucks i've paid 20 dollars to race today i'll make 30 so yeah, you want to pay your next right i want to i want to at least buy a 30 rack for saturday and just go tailgate so i i basically went into the next corner and i was like you know what i'm not gonna lift and i i was i wasn't even to his door like a little bit and i i just drove through the speed bumps hit his tire he spun out, but I went out into like the dirt and I was like almost to the tavern and I basically just I just made a fool of myself, basically. <laughs> if I and ever wrecked by the tavern, I'm going into the tavern. Yeah, see I, well, you know you've done it right when everybody's covering their beer because you're sailing through the dirt and they don't want <laughs> okay, dirt. Okay, so <laughs> what what I did definitely everyone should have had their beer covered because I was I was a weapon for sure. I would have been my own weapon of the week that that week if yep. if we had a show back then, but we I've didn't. And other than that, the only other person I, t- I touched was um Fuck, I wish I knew what his number was, but he was the other guy. Bobby's talked about him before on the show. He was sponsored by Timmins Machine. He had a big Timmins Machine. Yeah, it didn't even sponsor the guy. Yeah. On, on the, the bumper, I can pull the video up pretty quick, but uh, this kid basically, um, Bobby Bobby talked about him before. I This kid was... Not good. He was the the biggest like thorn in my arsehole is, I've ever had in, in the racing community. So... Uh, Dan has something to say, but but all I want to say, oh okay, Dan Dan, well, all I want to say is this kid. He the one time that I raced at Oxford, I was all excited because my truck came from Oxford, and the guy when I bought it from Oxford was like, hey, uh, you might want to you know change some shit up, like shocks, you know, you want to get the motor freshened. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go back to Oxford. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna see what I can do. Right, I was like basically. Fuck that. That seems way expensive, so I'm just not going to do any of that. And so I didn't. And this kid, uh, he, he, when I started at Oxford, it was the end of my first year. And I felt fast. When I was in practice, I was competing with the guys that won the championship at Beechridge. So I was all excited. I was like, you know what? This is the first time I've ever felt like fast because I, I didn't have as much motor as the rest of the guys that raced the S10s and shit. So in the back, on the back stretch at Oxford, I could like hang it way out and just dive into the corner and hang it way out on the front stretch and dive into the corner. And so I was probably in practice. I had to be top five. I was probably like fourth or fifth. And I was, I was all excited because I've never been like that fast competing with the guys that won the championship at Beechridge in varsity or JV. So I was like, you know what? Let's see what we can do. And we get out in the heat race and this fucking kid, Timmons machine all over the, the truck, Literally has never raced before in his life. And I, I hear Matt Curtis say he's one of his buddies. This kid, I'm starting dead last because I've never raced at Oxford before. This kid comes out of, we're, get, we're taking the green. All right, that's fine. Whatever. We go through one and two. Fine. Okay, whatever. We come through three and four. I'm below this kid. This kid spins out across my nose. I, I lock up the brakes because I didn't want to hit him because that seems expensive, right? And this kid goes to the infield. And I was like, all right, we'll get a caution, right? So I just kept in the gas, but I was like, all right, caution's still definitely going to come out. Did, didn't come out at all. So I ended up finishing like fifth out of six in my heat race. So I started pretty much last in my feature. Well, this kid did the same fucking thing in the feature. He, he started like, for whatever reason, he started like fourth. He was on the outside. And like corner, I mean, coming out of turn four, like coming to, to like, you know, the second lap basically, 
he, he was just way up out of the groove and he got loose and he spun down in front of me. I locked up the brakes so I didn't I didn't hit him. And everyone else just kept going. And at Oxford, they don't know what cautions no. are, in the, especially in the mid-reach. They don't know what chubbies are either. And they don't even have, like, they're, they're, basically their caution la- uh, light is like a garage light when you pull into your garage and no one's there for a Curtis while. has a little green lantern, lantern in there. Literally. It, it doesn't make any sense. So I was, I was confused because, you know, Beecher Drive, says the wheel and lights, and it makes sense. Well, Oxford didn't. So this kid fucked me twice. We didn't get a caution either of the times. So it really fucked me over. And uh, long story short, basically, I got I got back to the racetrack the next the next uh, week, and uh, uh, the, no one can really hear the video, but this kid just kept washing up the track. And this is about lap twelve or fifteen out of a twenty lap race, and this kid just kept washing up out of turns three and four. And the I local like, police department would have called that a perfect pit maneuver. It really would have. I and this I was and into it. I've never wrecked it, anyone it, in my it. entire life. Like I like I tried to wreck Caleb. Uh, me and Caleb are good friends now. I, th- I I respect him. I think he's wicked good. I like his family and stuff. And this this kid, fuck that kid. Uh, this kid just kept washing up out of turns uh, three and four every single lap for the first fifteen laps out of a twenty lap race. And like the fourteenth time, I was like, you know what? I'm not lifting. Like I really just can't. I need to keep going. I want to get fifty dollars because I will make money this week. Charlie walked away, cooked chicken nuggets, took a shit, came back. He did. He he made a, a small piss, log a house, and you're still talking. Right. And, and so. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I just showed them this video. I don't know if you want to see it too. Is it, it was just me wrecking this this kid in the the fifty? I don't know. So I the Tim's machine sponsored machine. Have you ever been in an altercation at the racetrack where cops were involved in? Beatridge and Hickory. This Be- one. I'm gonna kick that. I don't, out. Know, if, I don't know if old Chucky wants to see it. If, is it I've even playing? This. Is it? Yeah. This kid washes up. This is lit. Like so, we're racing twenty laps. This is probably lap like thirteen or fourteen, and this is like the fourteenth time he's done it. And I was like, I'm not lifting. Like I'm just gonna drive right through him. Uh, the Timmons machine, I don't know what number he was, like 12, I don't know, 2, I don't know, 31. Whatever, set, set, 17, I don't know, whatever the fuck he was. He didn't deserve to be out there, and uh, you know, I had enough, I had enough, so. My Hickory story's good. Let's hear it. Um, so we had a, I was full-time, I was making a living working on a late model team, we're, we were starting to do Arkin truck shit, and we were running late models full-time at Hickory, and uh, I hung a brand new body, and I made a, it was nice, and we went out, and we had, we had, we sent it off. We had new shocks. The thing was ready. And there was this kid from Mongolia, like Mongolia. literally from Mongolia. Is um, that like where the Disney movie's from? Uh, Madagascar. Wait, um, no. Uh, Madagascar. South Park takes Wait. care about it. It's something about the. Is it Mongolian. in South America or Africa? Uh, oh, it's shit. wherever they make Mongolian chicken. Um, yep. Um, anyway, he, he, was, uh, he was a professional Portland? drift racer in Mongolia. Ken Block. Which you don't know is a thing. Apples and oranges. And uh, so anyway, we start the race, and we start about towards the front. And he tries – he sails it in from about seventh to the bottom like a drift car. Like he's – he's Scandinavian flicked that motherfucker into turn one at Hickory. And he hit us so hard in the left rear tire that he drove over the top of the roof and landed in the wall before us. So he went right over the top of us. And, and uh, like I said, I had just rebuilt everything. So I left the spotter stand, and I crossed the racetrack. And he, he sat in his race car for a bit, and I climbed in with him. And I'm full-sized. <laughs> I climbed in his passenger side, and he spoke Mongolian. And um, no I, English. English is basically all I can handle. Yeah. <laughs> so I was as angry as 400 pounds can be in your little window hole, screaming, trying to choke him. And he's looking at me in his click-click language going, I'm sorry. 
click, click, with language. no ability to communicate to what we did wrong. And um, the, the officials yarded me out of the hole um, because I was stuck. Um, once you get past the door hole and your tummy kind of flips over the hole, you can't come back out. And I was stuck. So I they pulled that. me out and then they brought me out the, out the gate and I, was, I couldn't come back for a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> but this that, was, this I, was where? Uh, Hickory. Hickory. That yeah. Mongolian kid, I, I no idea what his name is, but I bet if we were to. Stupid Mongolian. We he's knocking down my yeah, shit. Exactly. Wall. Yeah, yeah. She, she will. <laughs> um, if we were to bump face to face right now, I'm pretty sure he would have flashbacks and go right to Nam. Would you recognize him? Yes. You all would. without doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his dad. Because yeah, be rich dads, you remember more than race car drivers. Oh, yeah. Of course. You want to choke them definitely more. Or be hired um, by them. And right now, yeah. If any yeah. if any rich daddy wants somebody, I'm, I'm into it. Somebody gets Charlie a beer. Someone get Charlie a beer. I get vodka. Um, so when I went to go oh, take yes. a piss about literally 40 minutes ago, take, take a, a shot. shot. Uh, I'd like to stop for a minute. You yeah. ever been kicked out of a racetrack? Huh? You ever been kicked out of a racetrack? Oh. I don't think so. 100%, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where? You don't have to tell the story. Just Beatrice tell me at least Motor where. Speedway, 2018, was my birthday, June 2nd. It was a Saturday. Happy birthday. Thanks. It's I August. Had just 8th. freshly turned twenty. Eighteen. What am I now? Twenty five. I was. I'm twenty six now, so I was twenty five. Oh, recent. Oh, recent. This was nice. two years ago. You were there. I don't think Dan I actually made the uh, the video. Um, I oh, was. I was participating. I know what happened. In a sports series race at the Beach Ridge Motor Speedway. I was in the number one machine. I was cheering for the other Adam guy. Adam Lovejoy was in the number two machine. <laughs> yes. Yes. I went we viral, were, viral. We were fighting and battling and beating and banging for. 13th place. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing important, by any means. Kind of, though. Uh, not really. Some For some people. Uh, I had a bad day. Adam was having a bad day. That's just where we're going to finish. And to this day, I don't know why any of this happened. But uh, Because when somebody hits you under yellow, your brain goes fucking jibbly. And you don't know how fucking, to deal with it. My brain yeah. goes. So, like I said, wild, I just wild. dealt with, for the first time, yeah. getting run into when I shouldn't have. Yeah. And I, Disconnect. I'm, I'm as happy oh, yeah. as they can be at the racetrack. Yeah, I mean, Reverse, I, full break, and I, I was... Maybe yeah. you two can confirm. I'm relatively easy to get along with, I think. I, I would you know, think so. I yeah. was literally ready I, like, to bang that I kid's mom. I don't really have right a there. ton of problems <laughs> that I bring to people. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to you know, fight every... I love fighting. People, so, so like, like what we've I said, like to fight because I'm pretty. Like what we've said is, is <laughs> I've been to... I like to get mouthy, that's it. So I've like, been around Charlie. I've helped him out probably like 15 out of 16 races, right? So I've he's won the one race that I didn't show up for, which is fan-fucking-tastic. Um, and this week, he got out and threw his Hans device like about 100 yards. So They're expensive. This was the first time I've actually like ever seen him mad. For, uh, this was this was the first week, which yeah. was good. Because so like, like a lot of times, I would get – like if I was watching him on the track, probably about 8 out of – 15 weeks I would be so fucking pissed like I got out of my truck when I was racing by myself and the thing was is that like what I said earlier was all of my crew was interested in legend cars because my legend cars are cool right oh but like I was interested in in them too but I would get out of the truck and I would just take my helmet off and just fucking throw it back into my truck so hard that like everything would break it was just it was just a mess and people would be like why are you so mad it's a truck race and I'd be like come on I finished sixth I didn't make that $50 check Come on, and but what? This is the first time I saw you mad was this weekend, which yeah. is crazy. I was like, I was, I was pretty heated. Like, he was mad for sure. Just a lot of the shit that happened this weekend wasn't needed. But anyway, like I said, 2018, June 2nd, it was my birthday. It was a Saturday, running for 13th. I'm, I'm the one. Adam Lovejoy's the two. 
we're beating and banging. We're, we're, you know, I'm on the inside. He's on the outside. You know, we're, we're having a good, you know, battle. You know, we're, you know, we're having a it. race of our own amongst the, the, you know, the actual show that everybody else is watching. I definitely enjoyed it. And I the was yellow, drunk. the yellow came out. Okay. Uh, I had very, very clearly beaten him to the line every time we were side by side. Like it wasn't even, wasn't even a question. Now, I like Adam. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a hard worker. He's been fast in literally anything he's ever been in. But at this point, it had been year nine for me in the sports series. I would like to think I had a little bit of respect. And Adam had his um, wildcat mentality. Wildcat mentality in his second. I think it was literally his second sports Drink. series race ever. Yeah, take a shot. And literally. the yellow came out, and I I didn't think there was any question. And you know, I just I take my spot, and he rides up next to me like you like you do, and. You know, he thought it was his spot. And, you know, if it's for the lead, it's one thing. But we were way out back. Like, we were both going to have a bad night. Slappy dink for last is not the same. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really thinking anything of it because we, we all have receivers at this point. You know, the, the tower is going to tell us where we need to go. And we're just running side by side. And he's trying to, you know, this is my spot. And I'm like, no, this is my spot. And out of nowhere, he fucking yard sales this thing right into my right front to the point where, like, it was clearly fucked up. Like my my fender was buckled, the nose was buckled. They ripped the steering wheel out you know of my what? hand. Fuck you, Charlie. And when I went straight, I knew that the toe was fucked up that's by like nine much, miles. That's pretty much what he said. And I was like, really? I was in the grandstand. Like for mid pack. Like this is why. So I fucking downshifted, punched it. I had a video of out of turn this. four, and I drove right into his left rear tire because I was like, we're gonna go. Way, we're we're all gonna start way back anyway. Like this doesn't mean anything. And I, it was mind-boggling to me. And fucking, you know, me, I, I have, at the time, it was my first race with my brand-new fire suit, brand-new helmet, oh, all new of this stuff. Suit. And Charlie's trying to show it yo, off. Yo, I have, I have a full containment seat. I have a Hans device, all this stuff. It takes me a second to he get out of the He has work boots and a fucking He has work chair. boots and a flappy Kirky economy seat with, uh, you know, a right-side headrest. That's it. So I see him starting to get out of the car, and it takes him .3 seconds to get out of there. And before I know it, he's at my window net before I can get my belts off. And he grabs a hold of the front of my helmet. And I'm like, well, that's not how this works. So I undo my belts. And in the midst of that, I fucking muckle right a hold of his helmet. And Dan Collins on Facebook. It's already gone so, viral. There so was 35. I knew Adam real well by then. I knew you about 3%. Pretty the much. moment that you way. yarded his one-piece leaf fire suit over the back of his head <laughs> and you started uppercutting, I go, well, I know nothing about Charlie, but that motherfucker's hawking it up for sure. <laughs> you, well, you absolutely had, – had you lost after that, you still would have won just because you, you literally well, that, his, his leaf one-layer fire suit right over his head. That was the thing. It would have been one thing if it was, if it was for the lead. But we were, it was for, for honestly last, like, like 11 or 13. It see, wasn't nothing. $7.19. He grabs a hold of the front of my helmet while I'm still in the car. So there's two things to me, golden rule, you don't do to anybody ever. One, you don't hit somebody under yellow unless it's after the race and you're pissed. That's a totally different Charlie story. Charlie did that this week. I did do that this week. Less you than don't hit nine somebody under yellow. greater than seven. My first time coming on glued as a race car driver is going to be because somebody hit me when we're done. Right. You don't hit me under yellow, and you don't reach into my race car. Period. Those are the two things. Those are my two golden rules. If you're mad at me after the race and you want to hit me, fine. Let me get out. I don't care. It takes me longer. You know, if I we're on the racetrack and we take the checkered and we're on our cool down lap and I did something to you that you think I wronged you and you want to hit me, fine. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. But if we're yellow in the middle of the race and you hit me, 
I come all sorts of uncunted. I turn into like my head spins around six times. Green shit comes out of my mouth, and I turn into a totally different person. So we've talked about this before. And uh, back when Charlie and Adam got in that fist fight, so I very loosely knew Charlie. Very, you even knew looser. that I existed. So I, I, I pretty much knew that Charlie existed, but I knew even I. No, I think that's probably a lie. I think I knew more about Adam because when I when I was growing up, you're from Wyndham, so I'm, you knew Boobar and so. When 900 I, people from Wyndham. When I, when I was growing up and stuff, base, well, uh, every once in a while I see, like, my Facebook timeline and shit with, like, my, you know, six years ago and five years ago and whatever years ago. And, and it's, it's Dave Cameron and Travis Lovejoy and Adam Lovejoy, one, two, three, and the Wildcats. And I'm like, oh, neat. That was so three months ago. That was basically, like, before I knew any of them. So basically going into that race that last year before I really knew Charlie because as most of you have heard on this, this podcast is I met Charlie back at the 250 last year yeah. for the most part. Like, Not I even a year ago. He, I knew who he was, and but I just didn't really know much of him. And I knew more about Adam. So Adam comes up to his window, and I'm like, fucking go, Adam. Fucking knock him out. And then Charlie comes out, and Charlie's all of, like, four, six, and Adam's, like, <laughs> 11, 12. And I'm like, holy shit. Charlie's just – Charlie's holding his own, like, pretty good. And Charlie was just punching up and – I mean, if I'm not Joe Rogan or anything, but I would say that Charlie definitely won the fight for sure. Oh, and I didn't know much about Charlie. Too, and I don't know how you rate fights. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, know how he did it, but but the, you know, going off of that, that that's that's where my mind just flipped. There, you know, like I said, I'm easy well, to get we, along. We do with. that because I'm, I'm we're, this is our life. Yeah, we we don't. We don't want to choke somebody out because we kind of think racing's cool. Well, we want to choke somebody out because this is what we know, and that's right. it. It's like one of the things that's tough about racing on Thursday is there's three of us that think racing is badass, and then there's 22 of us that goes, well, it's kind of a deal, and I touched a race car. Yeah. And we're in different countries on the, the, the brain thoughts, and if Megan kisses Brad one more time, I'm going to puke right on this yeah. microphone. But anyway, um, but like I was saying, like – we're mid pack. Whoever shit. It was wins. all stupid. We we're all gonna. We we're both gonna take, take a terrible run. But you know, I I made. Oh my I made the, god! I made a bad mistake. One what year. just happened? It was my rookie year, or actually, yeah, no, it was 2012. It was a year after my rookie year, and me and uh, Russell Morris got into it on the back stretch. He he had hit me, and I destroyed him under yellow front clip, rear clip, and he was battling for the championship, and I didn't care. I destroyed his car, and that's something I'll never do again under yellow in the middle of a race. Period. End of story. I'll never do that. You should again. do it again after the race. The I don't give a week. single fuck. But oh, you tried this week after the, the race. I don't care. But like I said, but, um, you know, Adam, you know, we we are running race receivers. The track is going to tell us where we're going to go anyway. But he took it we're upon himself in. to yard sale and into my right front. I downshifted, punched it, drove right into his left rear, destroyed both race cars. They were both inoperative at this point. So, you know, I see him get out. I start getting out. He grabs a hold of my helmet, and that's where I snap. And I undid my belt. a single layer of pink or purple striped yeah. fire suit right over his head yeah. and started uppercutting well, him. Well, he grabbed a hold of my helmet, and that's where I was like, you don't reach into my race car. That's not what you do. This is so in the, while he did that, I grabbed a hold of his, undid my belts in the meantime. And if you watch the video on Dan Collins' Facebook page, you'll see that his head kind of gets sucked into the race car for a second there because that's what I used to get myself out was the front of his face. And I then realized that he didn't even buckle his helmet. And when I went to push it up to see his face, I 
just unloaded so, a couple later times. in my career when pulled I have his fire suit like over that. his head and you know pulled a hockey move on him because little did he know I played hockey for ten plus years. So. When, when I when I have my day like that, can one of you come and push them back so I can flip my flippy door down, get out? <laughs> no, because I'm going to be naked, fucking cheering you on, showing my moment. tits to the crowd. If I'm there, I will definitely drive. If you do that, the same thing. If you get in a fight on the front stretch in front of a live crowd, I I'm told, whipping, I told I'm Bob Darrell, I said, next time you try to wreck me, I told him, next sure. time you try to wreck me, we're going to sumo in the front stretch. We're going to get out. <laughs> we're going to strip out of our fire suits. We're going to stoppy feet, and we're going to sumo. I'll, I'll get the fucking circle ready. Somebody's got to paint a circle when it oh, starts. Oh, yeah, I'm down. I'll, yeah. I'll be there ready. We're going to do it naked. Uh, so about an hour and a half ago, I went to the pisser, and people were talking about their grinds, their gears. Yep. And I think Charlie started it. Did Dan ever finish it? I got one that it's it's pretty simple. Um, uh, last night I got a chance to not go to Oxford. Yep. So I went to be Trojan. The weather was kind of shitty. It was. And we're, I mean, it was nice to sit in the bar and nobody was we there. No, 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 no way yeah. did I think we were going to get it in. And I never would have thought it got nicer as the night went on. Uh, minimum, the fog was going to eat us. But what grinds my gears is the, the average race fan's got to remember: if you show up and we rain out before shit happens, you go back and it's free. Like yeah, there is right. a rain date deal. Oh yeah. So just come. Like, yeah. what's the worst thing? You're going to show up and, and lose and you get an a hour? Ticket? Yeah. yeah, and you can go back. Or if we get to the point where they stop it, pretty much everywhere we'll do some double features and make something happen and make it worth the money. Yeah. So um, just show the fuck up because, yeah. well, what else are you doing? What, what did they do that night? They sat at home going, it's going to rain. Yeah, I and, went and to then the you race. missed out on an yeah, entire night. Great racing. Like, oh, yeah. the, the the pro stock battle between Cusack and um, Boop. Bubar uh, was amazing Buba. for a second. Like, Buzzle checked out. Like, right. congrats to Travis Buzzle, by the way. Had no, that's cool. Absolutely. Literally the night before. Well, the kid part's not cool, but he won a pro well, stock race. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking badass. Kid and wife were still at the hospital because it was all of like six hours yeah, again, old. No, he no, went no, to the beach. He won, and a race won the pro cool, stock yeah. race, first of his career. Yeah. Good for him. And, and, and he's tried for a long time. Long yeah. time. Long, long time. Right. Son in law, Bubba It was cool to see. All of that was very cool to see. No, absolutely. Yankee Ford finally got their money's worth. But um, what. Uh, what so, what so, grinds your ears, Brad? Uh, I just want to throw out Ryan Newman because we haven't talked about the cup race yet. Holy fuck! So did I know? I know all your, sorts of things happen. Your lady was in the hospital last night. I don't think yes. you watched much about the cup race, but so Matt Benedetto took the lead with like a hundred laps to go or something like that. And Denny Hamlin was fast, but he was running like fourth. So we're like, hey, you know what? If Matt checks out when we go green to the checkered. He's gonna fucking win I the race. I also had Matt Benedetto in the race pool, which was wild. Me too. Yeah, I yeah. did too. I had. I, I was had all Matt, sorts of excited. I had Matt and Joey, which was a bad pick in the end because of Joey, which is surprising. But um, my grinds, my gears is Ryan Newman because coming to about thirteen to go, Matt Benedetto catches Ryan Newman, and Ryan Newman's obviously the hardest person to pass in NASCAR. Like everyone, if you For ask, no reason really, because right. he's always a lap down. He's just a stupid cunt. He should have quit in 97 Andy and started Austin doing math. said it best one day. He is the drunk guy at the end of the bar that nobody wants there, but he's always there. Right. He's so, never not at the bar. He's always nobody in the way. nobody wants him there. He's always in the way. And Matt Benedetto was trying to run the high side and, and Newman drove down into the bottom, washed up and Benedetto just drove straight into him, which he was, it was Newman's fault. Like, it had to have been. He was just trying to be a stupid cunt because he always is. And it just dented the front, the, the left front of DiBenedetto, and it, it got him bad tight. And he, he had probably like an eight, eight-tenth of a second lead or whatever. Spe- speaking of Matt DiBenedetto, though, this week, just before Bristol happened, realizes he's out at Levine Family Racing. Right. Because Toyota has taken upon themselves – and has shown another weak spot in NASCAR, and the, it, really the entire racing community in general, where they have the pull in terms of who needs to go where. And here's the thing. And if I'm, 
That that's discouraging. If I'm a uh, you know Bob Levine, Toyota or, has or Roger started the, or, the rules and, about and, how to make teams since the day they showed in the truck series. And NASCAR said you cannot manufacture your engines on assembly line. But yep, and right. then Triad started, and they started building engines on assembly line. <laughs> An assembly line engine is pennies versus one where Billy Bob builds the whole fucking thing Correct. and cuts it from nothing. And that's what made Toyota something. And the NASCAR said, well, we got to give them a little more horsepower because we want them to do good. And that's what fucked everything. Yep. And Toyota was told they were never allowed to join their teams together. And from there, they did what they wanted. And yep. I'm going to sit here. Yeah. So, and, well, just thought, like, but at that point, they're taking a Levine family racing, which is a mom and pop. Yep. It's going to be the sixth car for In them. relation. You know, it's not a mom and pop style shop compared to normal business practices. They're, but it's, it, comparatively speaking to a Roger Penske or a Rick Hendrick, they're a mom and pop style shop. And that has now gotten to the point where Toyota is taking over a mom and pop style shop, not different to a Walmart coming across the street from a family Wicked convenience store, not not different at all to a no. Walmart coming across the street from a convenience store, to where they run them out of business, and they're going to tell you what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. They're, they're gonna and do Bob Levine owns this race team; those are his fucking race cars. That's his money. Bob Levine and Toyota is going to tell him that's not who's going to be a new race car. Back when won't. they started, that's they, fucked up. Back when Levine started, he had a full-time ARCA deal, and I was part of it back then. And we went to Michigan, just a quick, quick story. They, didn't, they showed up, and they, they blew up. They only brought one car. So they had bought all the tires pre, and we were small budget, so we bought none. And he just gave them to us. He gave them, like, three sets of tires. That's thousands and oh, yeah. thousands. He, just, he goes, we can't use them. Just take them. And, that, I mean, to guys like us, like, oh, yeah. that's fucking huge. And yep. he just – that was well before they went cup racing. It was early, early in their deal. And, like, that's – I don't know him, but to me that made, made my, my mind think he's a racer. But, but shit like that, that's just a complete joke to me. Like, well, but it's, it's, it's stupid. It's, 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 not, it's garbage. Well, what it is is not Bob's – it's not it's Bob's not Bob decision. No, it's, not, it's not his fault because I'm, I'm struggling to spend the millions and somebody wants to supplement my millions. Well, yeah. Jesus, my if, life's if easier. If I'm Bob right. Levine, from a business standpoint – and Toyota's like, hey, I'm going to take X millions of dollars mm-hmm. off your hands to give you yeah. technology, equipment, engines, what have Fuck you. Fuck, just right. technology. Give you a connection with Joe Gibbs. But in return for that, we're going to put this young schmuck, Christopher Bell or Eric Jones it's or whoever. Chris Bell, for sure. In your car, and you have no say about it, or you can go about it by yourself, spend all these millions of dollars, and run 37th every week. What, what sucks, though, is that... So obviously they're gonna put Christopher Bell in it, and it's not Bob Levine doesn't have any say in it. But I'm I'm kind of I was talking about Megan uh, talking to Megan earlier uh, when I picked her up on Thursday. We were on the drive back home, and it had just been announced that DeBenedetto was out and Christopher Bell was probably in. And I was sitting there like, but they, they so Joe Gibbs pretty much shut down Furniture Row. But if you think for the yeah. most part, the Furniture Row seventy eight was always sponsored by Furniture Row. Like it had yeah. Bass Pro obviously on it occasionally. It yeah. had the, the it had. Sure. Uh, What's the fucking mattress, insurance company? Uh, uh, the same auto. company. Well, the, had, the mattress uh, the deal was the same What's company. The no, not Denver, not, the not Denver Mattress or Furniture Row. It was... I don't know what you're saying. I can what is it? The, the blue a. car. The, the blue, auto yeah, he, something. He, what is it? Fucking A. I forgot your name seven times last <laughs> it's, show, so... It's Brad still. Name okay. tags. Auto so something. So it's the... Or something auto. Auto owners. Something. Auto owners. Auto, auto owners something. That's what it was. Or whatever. But so if you think about it, though, so... I was talking to Megan. I was like, "But they're just going to shut down Levine like they did the the '78 car." But Probably. they got to keep it open it, to not maximize. They can only have so many cars. So they got to keep it open to make that the sixth car, right? But 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 if you think about it, the the '78 car nine times out of ten was sponsored by Furniture Row or, or Denver Mattress, which yeah, is Denver pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So you're looking at it like that's 
just the company that. Mm-hmm. But and so now, the Levine has as Procore, Procore has which Casey Dumont Kane helped facilitate and all that thing. Which that shows you the difference between Matt Dinamino and Casey Kane. Right, For, like hundred percent. So Casey going off of that. Who has Washed more talent, Chris Bell or Matt DiBenedetto? Uh, probably Chris Bell in the long run, but honest, you really? I mean, I do it doesn't do you matter. Think that? I do think if, that. If, really? Yeah, I do. If somebody slapped I, me in the dick today disagree. with thirty million, and I was going to do cup stuff, to me, Benedetto is worth more because he has the knowledge of the cars and and how they go around the racetrack without money, and I'm, that means everything. I'm going to go well, off of both of you because well, you're both right and you're discuss. both wrong. Let's in discuss. my opinion. So Matt DiBenedetto in my opinion, has way more talent than Christopher Bell. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he could take a BK racing car, the 83 Dr. Pepper car. He finished sixth at Bristol, whatever it was. He took the 95 Levine family racing car. He took a top five at Watkins Glen. He finished second at Bristol. He's been in the in the running, in the contention, on TV every single week for the last five or six weeks. There's some solid shit with Archie's cars. In a box car that Casey Kane did nothing with. Right. Literally nothing with. And Chris Bell, he's Who? in top equipment. He's supposed to be running well. When has he ever not been in top equipment? Matt right. DiBenedetto yeah. has a you know maybe a C plus C minus ride compared to Chris Bell's A plus Xfinity ride. Christopher Bell has had the opportunity to show himself on a national stage where Matt DiBenedetto has never had that. You, He's never had the funding. I so feel like I you would strongly believe that if you put Matt DiBenedetto with strong backing in a decent ass car, oh, yeah. he's going to outperform Chris Bell every single week. Matt, you every could tell him time. we're short on this, this, and this, and make it go fast. If you yes. told Christopher Bell you were short on this, this, and this, he's going to take his PR guy and go home. Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, I, I yeah, had a steering a wheel one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's I, where I, I have a huge amount of respect for Matt Benedetto because not only does he know what the race car is doing, he knows how to – you can listen to the radio chatter too – he knows how to explain what's going on through each part of the corner, entry, middle, exit, which is huge for especially a low-buck team where they need every bit of information to try and get through there. Where half of the corner is the car's fault. Exactly. And, you know, Matt Benedetto has a, a, an enormous amount of talent, but he can only do so much with the car. And the car he has is a shitbox, but he still outperforms the Jimmy Johnsons especially, the, the Hendricks, the Rouches, the, you know, even the Gibbs last week, where, you know, short of Denny Hamlin. But, you know, he's there. He's, he's part of the conversation. And it blows my mind that the sport has gotten to the point where it's all about dollars and, the, and not the driver. And that's why it's so unrelatable because even football these days, you can take a kid who came from, you know, a, a, a true rags to riches story that grew up in the hood or whatever – you know, set his mind to being good at football or a certain sport or baseball, hockey, what have you, and can get noticed by a good team and is part of a team. But when it comes to driving a race car, it's all about the dollars and not necessarily talent. And that's why we have all the you, you, that's why you have the Palmenards. That's why you have the Ryan Newmans out there still because they have the backing behind them, but literally no talent. Take a shot. And yeah, literally, come on. You have a Take shitty product shot. in return that nobody can relate to and nobody wants to watch anymore. And, and why I would much rather go you're to right, the local the relate thing for sure. And then you add their fucking puppets. Oh, yeah. Like that just, I, I can't. Chris Bell is way more of a puppet than Matt DiBenedetto. Matt DiBenedetto Absolutely. will come out yeah, to yeah. a Bristol short track yeah. wearing a Rocky costume yeah. and, you know, playing Eye of the Tiger. I feel like if it's Wednesday like and they're badass. rained out again, we could find him to get fucked up with us and, and never find that Bell kid. No. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, and even yeah, if Matt sure. Benedetto 
ran 35th. I'd rather wear a 95 T-shirt than a 20 Christopher Bell T-shirt right. any day of the so, week. So, so I have, I have two things. Uh, one thing. So, a thousand percent, I'm on the bad. Matt De Benedetto, all of the drunk. Uh, I'm on any all, racer that has some fucking heart and some want. I, and I is mean, not he a puppet. wants to be there. Oh, right. that's the thing. So well, he, he needs to be so there. What's what else gonna bad. do? Yeah, what, uh, he's gonna be one of those where's like muffets go, or something. Where do you like, think he's gonna go after this? I hope something opens I, up that I, makes I, sense. I honestly, I'm not. People a keep saying cool sure, things, but I'm not a million percent sure that Bobby's not wrong with the 21 ride. Paul Menard will be in a cup ride as long as Paul Menard wants I, to be in a I cup ride. I think he will be for sure, but I, I'm not a billion percent sure that Paul Menard really. I to, mean, to Paul me, Menard at one point has to look at himself and be like, okay, I've never finished in the top 10. Yeah, but if you didn't, if, if you were Paul Menard, but Paul Menard and you had like, all the backing, because his daddy yeah. is literally all the way rich. Yeah. Okay. And you're, you're, what you did didn't matter as long as you didn't embarrass your daddy. Why would you say no? What? Right. So you're literally paying your own salary. Yeah. And that's the problem with NASCAR. Give me $9. You're, you're in the only week. position where you can pay your own salary. Do you think hockey and football and baseball would be the same if fucking, you know, any hockey goalie could just show up at Boston, the Boston Bruins, you know, summer camp or the Pittsburgh Penguins summer camp and be like, hey, I'm going to give the team $10 million, but I'm going to be your starting goalie. Have you ever been and a goalie? They, they would no. be terrible. Mm-hmm. And they could be terrible, but they get to do it just because they have $10 million. Without any check of their ability, their, what yeah. they've done. And it doesn't matter because they're bringing money to the table. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that relates to racing where Paul Menard has literally done nothing but win a fuel mileage race at Indy one time eight fucking years ago. Grow the shit out of some sideburns and have some badass bright race cars. That's and that. other than that. He has that, no personality. Nothing, nothing. He's not marketable, and nope. he doesn't need to be marketable nope. because Dad has all the money with Menards. Right, and, and it, if Menards is going to bring thirty, twenty, you know, twenty to thirty million dollars a year to the table, and I'm going to take back home nine of it to race this car, why wouldn't I? He's going to sponsor. If Paul's multiple, dad is wondering, I'm available. He's going to sponsor <laughs> multiple Indy cars. He's going to sponsor Brian yeah. Blaney. He's going to sponsor every Xfinity car that Penske fields. But here, here's just what Matt Benedetto had to say after the race. Um, Heartbreaking. We, we, Heartbreaking. It really is. It, it really tugged at the strings. Um, I'm not one to get like emotional with cup racing because it's like all of them are rich fucking Everybody faggots. wanted Matt DiBenedetto to win right. that race on Sunday. And, and Matt, you know, everyone obviously was watching from the crowd, and I had a couple friends that were at the race, and they were talking about, you know, it, it doesn't matter 90, 95% of the time, 98% of the time it doesn't matter, but Matt DiBenedetto – it mattered. It was yeah. and this was the week that he got announced that he was not going to go back, even I've, though he's done everything he could. I've never seen a race winner be so bummed out before, right? Because they beat the, the one guy that, at, honestly, everybody in the pit area, in the grandstands, on TV, wanted to win, and he had to pass him with ten to go because that's his job. Yeah, it is. It one time job. you wish right. that, and Denny as much as I fucking hate Danny Hamlin, three less and I don't want to see Danny Hamlin win. He did his job, and he did exactly no what he's supposed to. And you can't fault Denny Hamlin for it. But he went around Matt DiBenedetto, and even Matt, and even Denny Hamlin was bombed about having literally, to pass Matt literally not anyone in the world other than Taylor Lampern likes Denny Hamlin. Like he's yeah. just he's the he's pretty much almost Does the most Denny unlikable lift shit up guy. And put it down all the time. That's not no, he doesn't. I don't think, but uh, he's pretty much the most unlikable guy that's not named Ryan Newman. And, and, and I would have agreed with that. Up until Sunday, where his interview was like he was cool. He referenced that he referenced it, the, and I don't. I'm I mean, not Denny a Denny does. Denny did come from the world of racing. He, did, he is a racer, sure. 
Um, they he, all forget it at some point. He raced late models happens. at one point. Yeah. You know, he was you know, all over yeah. the southeast. He, you know, he, he worked yeah. his way up there he for did. sure. He took I'm not the route. Take that away he took the route. He took the route you're supposed to take. I, I do have. I, I, if you fact, don't take the route, I automatically don't give a fuck the about fact you. That like you said, he acknowledged mm-hmm. what had happened. He knows yep. even from you know, being in the driver's seat, knowing that the fans were going to go wild if Matt DiBenedetto won that race, or if you know even on TV, whatever. He acknowledged it, and I, I gained a little bit of respect for Denny Hamlin after that, just because of the fact that he knew. Of the situation, I don't. I don't know if anyone else watched the race. I know that Charlie was in the hospital. Dan probably didn't watch. But I was at the Matt, bar. Matt Benedetto was like fourth or fifth on the last restart and threw everyone three wide. I think he threw Kyle Busch Should've. and Why not? someone Why else he? three wide. Went through the middle, jumped, jumped the fucking. I mean, do the cruise in USA double throttle tap and he, jump he did. right over. He jumped right through the middle. It was it was damn impressive. He was on the outside actually, and Kyle Busch was on the inside, and somehow they didn't wreck. But Matt Benedetto went shooting pass on the outside. When's the last time a real low buck dude won? Cup race, like David not a Reagan, not a fuel mileage. Like Dave, I don't care oh, about Daytona. Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay, it's not Super been a sweet. thing in forever. I would say literally not ever. Short of like, Alan Kowicki winning Derek the championship Cope in nineteen ninety two, that doesn't count. He wears the ring everywhere you go. Well, yeah, I would too. Much. I would too. Yeah. Fucking we worked out of a shop all the time. Um, and I would just stare at him like your ring's shiny. No, you know, short of Alan Kowicki winning the championship in nineteen ninety two for the the Winston Cup in the Hooters car. The Probably last, Rudd. The last person I can think of is Ricky Rudd. Honestly, Cra- in, Cra- in the 10, uh, Ricky Rudd, was it Ricky Rudd performance? Yeah. The, the 10 car, the Tide car, which we all know and love. Who, um, did, who was Craven racing for when he went Darlington? Yeah, was that Hendrick That was then? the 32. That was... Um, so that was a small I deal. I want to say Ricky Benton, but that doesn't no, sound right. No, it wasn't. Right. Um, doesn't right. I, I know who it is. I just can't remember. But that was right. a small deal. Yeah, for that sure. But even, the... even Craven, though, like he he took the route. Like He went you know, short yeah. track racing all over Maine, New England. I think he the he hooked up with Rick Hendrick. He drove the twenty-five car, you know when you know right at the time where NASCAR was going through their fiftieth anniversary. Now he wears geeky glasses. I, I do. And talks. I do have. The, I love Ricky Craven. He's. Big oh, I'm into fan. it. I'm right. into it. Absolutely. I like. I like him he, too. He did what you're supposed to. Whether he's no. incredibly successful or not, he did more than ninety-nine percent of the population that does what we love and all that. And he he did big things. And he's got one of the most iconic finishes in NASCAR. What else could he ask for? Follow the route. Uh, I do yeah. have um, the DiBenedetto video pulled up, the interview after the race, but uh, one thing I wanted to touch on before we start playing it was uh, one thing we tweeted out from the Black Flag podcast account, it was me, but uh, watching his interview after the race, he, he said I'm not done yet, and then he also said I just want to stick around. Yeah. And that, honestly, like I don't That's get emotional. Like, ah, bah, bah, bah. I don't mm. right. I don't get emotional much often, but that that like made my heart skip a beat, yeah. and I was like, Ugh. I can't imagine <laughs> we're not going to keep him somehow, right? Because I, I, just after, the knowledge of what the cars do and how they work without the money is worth a lot. Not even that though, so much as to where the the publicity behind him, where yeah. right as, now it's growing. as big of a moment as he just had, and in terms of what he's done previous in in a low buck team and a low buck car. I don't know why if I'm a an upstart company of some sort trying to make a name for myself, I wouldn't want to partner up with him. And, you know, you know, get him into a half assed decent ride where if I had, you know which I, I personally don't, the twenty, thirty million dollars to put him in a you know, a top notch equipment, say at wherever, but you know, that's why it wouldn't shock me as much as I would hate to see it if him and Chris Bell actually swapped rides. 
Uh, see, that's that's it, one thing that I've thrown which, around too. I don't, I don't, that might be a career killer if you ask Joss, Justin Allgaier or Elliot Sadler or what or have you. Or it's a where, fuck of a career winner if you set sail on him. Well, well, that's true, but like Elliot Sadler, he raced in Cup forever. He raced for Robert Yates. He drove the 38 M&M's car. M&M's was a sponsor with him before Kyle Busch ever was. For whoever's listening to this that might be 12 years old that doesn't realize that. That was a thing, and Elliot Sadler wasn't a sh- like a schmuck by any means. When, he was when Yates was an actual right when goddamn was, solid race yeah, team between the thirty eight and the eighty eight with you know Dale Jarrett and you know uh, Elliot Sadler and you know what have you and you know th- that was a solid oh. race team and Elliot Sadler wasn't was no joke by any means. He was a solid competitor, and all of a sudden he had found himself on the outside looking in. And then all of a sudden he was racing Xfinity and he was all of a sudden, you know, finishing second, third, second, third, second, third in the Xfinity point standings. Like, you know, that, that should might've been where he belonged. And See, Justin Allgaier is doing the same thing. He raced for Penske in, in the cup series. He raced in Arca. He did all the things he was supposed to do, lost his ride. Now he's driving for the top, one of the top Xfinity rides that you could possibly ask for. And he's in the championship. Justin's wife go, is out. going. I'm not going to throw the dildo to you if you don't get a cup ride. Right, so right. He doesn't and, know what you know. Do. Justin Allgaier, he's been cup racing. He didn't mm-hmm. do much with it, but he did it, and now he's Xfinity racing at the top level that he no, can. And I, I gave him shit tonight here and there, way. but like Justin did the right route. He had the family team with enough money to make it start. Right, and then he went somewhere with it, which is Regan you can't, Smith. you can't, yeah, same deal. Reagan Smith, same yeah. way. He, you know, he drove. For, you can't get pissed if somebody had enough money to get a hole in the door. He, he drove I mean? for Barney Visser went before Barney Visser had enough to, you know, be competitive and do what he had to do. And you know, ju- um, I don't know who I was talk- just talking about there, but um, got them to the point where they needed to be, mm-hmm. and then had to kind of step back a little bit. And Regan Smith then drove for, um, you know, Junior, I, I believe it was, and. You know, now he's part of the sport still. And I, I think nine times out of ten, all these guys want is just be a part of the sport. Well, they don't know what else you know, if they, to do. If they you know? can't drive, they're going to be on TV. If they can't be on TV, they're going to be in the shop. If they can't be in the shop, they're going to try and run a yeah, shop. Yeah, make steering you know, wheels. They're going to make or something. Seats or... You know, Max Pappas, like you said, yeah. makes steering wheels. He's, they're going to be a part of it somehow. And, and at that point, if you can at least drive at a high-ass competitive level in the Xfinity Series, that's – I'd be pumped about. I don't that. care who you are. Yeah. I don't care if you're racing on a midweek show or you're. I want to win if, races. If somebody's funding your race card shit, you're doing cool stuff. I mean, that's uh, pretty much all dream about that. I yeah. do want to say one thing. Um, it was neat that Denny Hamlin brought up in his his post race interview. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I'm very drunk. I've been trying to put. I feel like that's not a racist enough statement. Um. <laughs> So black people. Um, so okay, dirty so, carpet riding. Okay. Anyway, you're <laughs> gonna. What were you saying? Um, Denny Hamlin won the race, and he immediately got out, obviously, and apologized. We've talked talked about that before, but uh, do you one think thing, Denny has some sort of Adderall sniffing apparatus in the car for <laughs> lap two hundred? One of the two is going to. I'm asking for, for sure. a friend, he, no, but I want a design. Literally, he was he running straight like, up to his when nose. Matt Benedetto took the lead. He was running like fifth. Yeah. And everyone, yeah. and the thing is, is that I think Jeff Burton's just three thirty XRs to his nose running fifth is Jeff, elite. Jeff Burton's <laughs> Jeff Burton's just as bad of an announcer as Denny Hamlin is a race car driver. That I think that they're both on the Jeff same Burton. wavelength. I think I'd love both, to fire Jeff and hire Ward. Me too. Oh I, think, I think they both. I think they're both on all sorts. Of the you ever watch a little bush back in the day? Real good day, man. You ever watch little bush? One day, five hundred. Thanks. What? Neither you, little bush. Back in the day, it was a cartoon with George Bush. No. no, Dick no. Cheney no. talked. So, so, my favorite thing was what, in the face once. Yep. I saw. My favorite thing was it 2001 
Ward Bush won the Daytona 500. Ward Bush. 22 Caterpillar Pontiac. Nailing Running for um, Absolutely nailing Bill Davis yeah. Racing. Scott Wimmer. When Bill Davis went out of business, and we bought everything at their auction, oh, no and shit. it was amazing. Yeah. Bill Davis Racing won the Daytona 500 with Ward Burton behind the 22 Caterpillar. Ward Bush. <laughs> and I think it was honestly the very next day, Monday, Tuesday, what, it, what have it, he was on the Today Show with Matt Lauer. <laughs> And Matt Lauer at this point, he's just, Hashtag. you know, Matt Lauer knows maybe a week in advance you're going to interview the the winner of the Daytona 500. You didn't know and he was going to be Lo- chewing Matt on Lauer, before that? he started touching women in the workplace and got fired from his job. And he whatnot, might have been doing that already. He was he was at the top of his game doing the, the talk show announcing thing. And he could have did a Ward and Ward couldn't he had, have said he, he did had, it. He had seen all of the celebrities. He had, he had talked to the Beyonce's. He had talked to the, the fucking... The Alex Rodriguez's. He he talked to all of these famous, well-spoken people, and on that particular Monday in two thousand one, English was, was faced, his third language. He was faced with talking yeah. to Ward Burton <laughs> when on I was the young, Today I remember, Show I remember in Ward, front of God and fucking everybody. The, uh, Jeff and Ward were on a show once, and and uh, I guess they opened a trailer, and I remember that Ward said he grew up from the, the, the southern side, side of the yeah, trailer, the and, side, and for yeah. sure that was what happened. Yeah. Like I remember that. Two back. very vastly different people. Yeah. But the, the interview with Matt Lauer, you could tell in the midst of his questions, he's just looking in the camera and just be like, what in the fuck? How is that guy not chewed through all there? of his yeah. cheeks? And this guy's a millionaire? Really? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have a video pulled up to go back a long time ago. So I had uh, Ryan Newman as my weapon of the week. Um, right. Eventually. So actually. Ah, shit. So what I'm going to do. This is Matt DiBenedetto. Thanks, guys, for this team, for them giving me this opportunity. Uh, uh, I'm just thankful that they gave me this opportunity. Toyota, uh, Procore, Dumont Jets, and Estiwana, Sprinkling Atoll. I'm so thankful, but man, I am. I'm sad. We got tight after the deal with Newman when he came up into us, and it all of a sudden it got really tight after that. But uh, dude, congrats to Denny. He raced hard. He's I I've been a fan of his since I was a kid. To be racing door to door with him at Bristol. In front of a great group of fans, uh, I try, try not to get emotional, but it's been a, it's been a tough week, and um, I just want to stick around and keep doing this for a long time to come. I, I love it, I love the opportunity, and I, uh, I'm not done yet. Something will come open. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. I'm, I'm here to win. Something's gonna come open. I'm proud of these guys. Thankful for my wife. And fans for sticking with me. It's been a tough journey. It's been a hard week, and this is uh, this cool for this team. Obviously, very emotional, Matt Benedetto. That second place. It, the the I'm not done yet. Really pulled pulled at my heart. I, I started sweating out of my eyeballs. But if um, anybody told the three of us we couldn't go to the racetrack again, we'd be wanting to do what he's oh, doing. Yeah. Right. And but that, I doubt. that's kind of where he's at. Absolutely. Where I can't imagine the position where you're in, where you're in. Yeah, you're in a cup ride. So you're one of the. You're one of 40 people on the planet that gets to do what you're doing at that very moment. And all of a sudden, somebody tells you, you don't get to be one of those 40 Not because you suck. Not because because you suck. Somebody else has 1750. Right. Because somebody has 1750 and you have 1725. And that's literally the only difference. Take a shot. And that's the only difference is that that little bit. And... Like I just said earlier, Matt DiBenedetto, in my opinion, has way more talent yeah. than Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell, Christopher Bell wrecks top race cars more often than Matt DiBenedetto f- 
finishes with a shitbox. I didn't honestly. I didn't know Christopher Bell was still left turning. And back in like oh four oh five, um, Benedetto was running a Pro Four late model at Hickory, and the team that I was working for was too. Yeah. And we raced against him and his dad. It was just him and his dad. Um, they were had no idea. I built some body panels for him when he was just starting out, and like we we were racing the same division with all the knowledge, and they were kind of new. And uh, they had some – his dad worked for the Mets, I think it was, a New York baseball team. Yeah. And uh, wow. they had some money um, to, to back them, but no help, no knowledge. But they bought a car and they won a race. And that year, you know, he, he won a couple. We won a, a lot. The next year, we won like 11 races and 10 poles. And the, the kid I was working for busted his leg on a dirt bike. And every time we won, Matt finished second. Every oh, time yeah. we didn't win, Matt won. So he won the championship over just a, a hair. And – he was a uh, five foot tall, seventy eight pound, and his you know his dad was a he was a talker. He he was definitely a businessman. You know he 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 had a direction in his mind. Yeah. But they weren't racers. No. And they were learning how to be racers then. And and uh, as in Matt I remember, Benedetto. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. yeah and uh, well, that, going off of that though, like he he's so much more marketable too. Like oh yeah. If anybody were to hook up but with you, him, you just don't have to market Christopher Bell because he has money. Can you imagine the commercials with the Matt Benedetto in them? Right. Can you imagine like any any partnership really that where he would be praising God for your company? De- uh, Why are these companies so uh, goddamn stupid? Uh, real emotion not sells everything behind somebody. But De- it, that boy has all of the emotion. Where at a time in a sport where it's so unrelatable, that guy just became everybody's favorite driver, whether you knew NASCAR or not beforehand. De- I don't know. If, I don't know if anyone heard the prop. The- Oh, Jesus, the pop, but uh, Dave Portnoy was interviewing uh, Denny Hamlin after the race because uh, Dave, Davey, uh, Stuhl Presidente. El uh, Davey, Davey, at Stuhl Presidente, Barcelona. Da- Davey Page, Page Views. He was, he's been at three races so far this year. He's been at the Daytona 500, Denny Hamlin won. He's been at the Talladega Spring Race, Chase Chaze Eliate Chaz, won. Yeah. And he's been at the Bristol Night Race, Denny Hamlin won. So he was interviewing Denny. And he was talking to Denny, and, and basically, middle of the interview, he goes, "We're thinking about sponsoring Matt Benedetto. Like, yeah, I heard that. Like, yeah. We literally yeah. are. So, uh, and that, they, and they even, sponsored they sponsored Chris Busher like two years ago. So I'm hoping that they'll you know hop on board, whatever he goes to. But even Denny brought up a good point though, where, that I I totally forgot about. Where I I think it actually might have been the Bristol race where. Denny put up five thousand dollars for it. Yeah. Might have been BK Racing. No, it, it was Benedetto I, was racing. I don't think it was. I think it was the thirty-two. I think it was for, oh, for Archie Saint for Hilaire. Archie at Go Fast Racing. So I think it was. So I Denny said, Hamlin. I sent him an invite to the pig roast today. Denny Hamlin put up five grand to pay for Matt's tires. Right, and that five grand ended up turning into closer to like twenty or twenty-five thousand dollars just for yeah. Matt to continue doing what. Yeah. He knows and what he should be doing at a level in which he belongs. What, what I – it was it was that was cool. To watch. And I actually forgot about that till Denny brought the that up. The amount of teams that do shit like that are um, – so if you're – I never got to work on big money race teams, but I was lucky enough to Most at least go don't. do it. Um, the amount of teams that will go out and, and they run four laps and that's it, well, they'll run on the tires and they'll just give them to you. It's, yep. it's unreal the people that will help or um, – you show up and that motor blows and Jesus, you at least need one to start the race because if you don't start today's race, you've run out of money to go to the next yeah, one. Yeah, oh, you're done. And that'll the shit that is probably different now quite a bit because it's been years, but they help each other enough. Um, unfortunately, the big teams don't help the small teams anymore. Um, 
But I bet throughout the years, if Matt said here, he could tell you a story after a story after a story of the people who have helped him with the little shit that made it continue. Oh, yeah. one, one of the guys that, uh, so I was talking about Barstool Sports, sports obviously, and Denny Hamlin, you know, he, he retweeted Matt's post because Matt, a while ago, what, what Charlie was talking about was he retweeted a post or he posted a, a tweet. Uh, basically, it was a video, and he was saying, you know, I need you know money to race basically this weekend. I need tires, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Denny was like, I'll give you $5,000. Out well, of his own personal account. Yeah, that was, was a Denny Hamlet, not a, FedEx, not right. Toyota, not Which Joe is, That was Denny Hamlet. If Denny Hamlet wasn't such a cunt, it would make me like him. But he, So basically, what he did was, obviously, he quoted it, said, I'll give you $5,000 or whatever. And uh, uh, Barstool Big Cat, which I don't know if yep. any of you two know who that yep. is, but yep. he, he owes part of my take, which is by far my favorite podcast. Uh, if anyone doesn't spot, uh, po- uh, you know, Jesus Christ, follow that podcast, you know, uh, that that's probably... Before I listen to the Black Flag podcast, I always listen to part of my take. It's it's fucking hilarious. I don't know what they're talking about half the time because you know half the shows are talking about basketball, and I don't watch black people do any of their sports. So can't um, jump. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but he, uh, I guess Barstool Big Cat, which is the guy that hosts that show, retweeted the tweet, and it got them. I I would assume it's what's the fucking poker company that sponsored it sponsored the 32 obviously um it, it sponsored them for six races that's what uh big cat was he retweeted it poker. it was it was, Z- was uh, it started with a z uh what is it's a dog company it's a the dog is the the mascot mm-hmm. it's like zagna or something like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's something that. like that not so, dogecoin because that was a separate one right so um, but yeah so barstool big cat which associated with barstool barstool obviously uh interviewed Denny Hamlin multiple times, and he retweeted that Denny Hamlin post uh, a long time ago, two years ago, I think, at Phoenix, and ended up getting Matt Benedetto a, a six-race sponsor, which oh, yeah. is huge, obviously, in the yeah. industry. So um, that's pretty cool. Do you think, think Denny gets purple drank from the, the doctor or from the, the black rappers? Probably from the purple probably part the, of the FedEx uh, sponsorship. Probably Ooh. from the, the rappers. There's the purple letters. <laughs> one, one other uh, segment that I wanted to bring up before we get in. I have one more thing other than this, but... We, uh, I have a segment called We Read Tweets. So uh, Bobby Big Time quoted this tweet. It was Rush Fenway Racing's tweet, and it said, Bring it home P11 at Ryan J. Newman and at the sponsors that sponsored him. Obviously. Immediately so he, after, he just fucked Matt DiBenedetto out of right. the actual the win. absolute finish of his, his lifetime. For sure. Lifetime. Yeah. yeah. So th- these, these are the tweets in, in order. So Mike Gamble tweets, Should be absolutely ashamed of himself. The way the six ran the 95 at the end, no reason at all to make contact with Matt, just an utter disgrace. And then the next person, Lady Trey 13, says, I can't even. The next person is called Walk Walk at Ski Dubs. Ski, Ski. Ski underscore Dubs. Crazy. Uh, yeah, if Nonat could just go ahead and retire, that'd be great. I do, I do agree with that, for sure. Ryan Newman can go fuck himself, for sure. He ought to go just do math for a At living. Ryan... Or RJ Brostick, which is Ryan Brostick. Get out of the way, chubby. I get that. Uh, at Monoxide. Way to cost at Matt D Racing the win. The next person, and cost Matt D Racing the win. Way to drive. And then we go down to uh, at Beamer. Get bent, Ryan. Sooner you, out of, sooner you are out, the better. The next person, Adam Horgan. So selfish, zero respect for the guy who wants to pull that nonsense. Get bent. Next person, Thomas M. Way to cost at Matt D. Racing the win, no deck. Next person, Matt Stang, number six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
uh, thumbs down emojis. Sounds uh, like Newman had a toaster oven in that race car. The next what person, like like nobody fucking likes Ryan Newman still. Yeah, so That's Ryan Newman basically retire and do stuff. math and make money. Everyone wants Ryan Newman to basically die because fuck Ryan Newman. No one liked Ryan Newman for a very long time. One thing that I was thinking about, was he hasn't been relevant since uh, they ever. got polls. One thing that I've been thinking about with Ryan Newman uh, is that say Matt Benedetto. Jesus, Matt Benedetto goes yeah, to the yeah. what is it? The thirty six that David Reagan drove, thirty six, thirty eight, one of the two. And say he goes to that, so that's an affiliate with Roush. Say he goes to that for a year, where is he going to end up after that year? Probably the six, right? Ryan Newman's like seventy three years old, and he's always in the way, and he's a fucking weapon. So I would assume that Ryan Newman gets kicked out of his ride when he. NASCAR needs a full size replacement with no neck. I'm available. Well, I mean. That's solid. They seem to be holding on to Ryan Newman pretty tightly. They're they're trying to find ladies in blacks. So what NASCAR doesn't have is a fat fuck. Yeah. I don't. Notes. Megan's throwing notes know. at everybody. Megan's throwing notes. Want the last the one last thing that I have that stick I wanted. Figures with I wanted Bobby Big Time to be here for, and I touched on it last week. I teased it a little bit. One last thing. So if you had to pick a team, three drivers. Okay. So one from the past, one from current, and one from the future. So say the future is Xfinity, trucks, whatever. Past is obviously doesn't race anymore and current right now. Start your team. Go Dan Chuckles. Okay. Come on. All right. So past, (laughs) present, future. I'm going to go with past, Rusty Wallace. Okay. Solid competitive uh, competitor. Was always in the front. I, I think personally retired a little bit too early. Had a championship, had an all-star win, had a rookie of the year title, uh, won 55 career races. He knew what he was doing. Um, present, I'm going to go with Matt DiBenedetto. He's still got a ton of ton of time left to him. I like he, it. He's got way more talent than he does race car currently. Um, and then future, that's a good one. Um, Haley Deegan. Okay. Haley Deegan's going to be my future because I don't hate that. I think she's very marketable. She I has definitely. enough talent to know what she's doing behind the the wheel where she's not a complete weapon. She wins races. She has enough sack to move people out of the way um, and knows where she's at on the racetrack. So she's, my three are going to be Rusty Wallace, Matt DiBenedetto, and Haley Deegan. She's at least going to bring all the monies to sponsor your next, your other guys. Not even that. She just, she's marketable. She knows, right. like, she knows how to bring the money in, but she also knows how to wheel a race car. Very and much I unlike be Natalie Decker. I don't hate that. But yeah, very right. much unlike Natalie Decker and Danica Patrick, Ooh. who had marketability but no talent. Um, Haley Deegan has a talent, and I'm going to take those three. And you can't take any of those three. Go Dan Collins. I don't think I can answer it because I don't know who races NASCAR. But your, yours was solid. I mean, Rusty was, was badass in the day. Um, I, I think I could just sit here and stutter for a while and not pick something that matters. Brad, you, you, you do, have Brad. to have your three. I, I really don't. I was kind of. If we were doing like short track do, things, maybe I could yeah, say something. Yeah, you got to pick no. someone in the past no. and at least um, someone current. Well, so I, so yeah, I'll just throw names out. Um, if you're gonna build a, I'll hire James right Hilton if he was alive again, just because Holy we used God. to go to the, all the WalMarts and hit on all the hot chicks all across <laughs> the country. So and it was badass. Like it was great. Okay, it was fun. That was that was fun as hell with him. Present. Present. God, I hate every one of them. Um, is any of them fat? N- uh, no. Uh, well, Newman. that's false. No, uh, Mike Harmon's fat. Oh, no. <laughs> I've worked for Mike Harmon. He talks just like that. Ah, Harmon. Um, he, he, eats, he eats everything, so we're friends. Um, so he can be present. present. What was the next one? Future? James Helton. Start like Harman Infinity and back. Jesus, I don't much. know any of them. Uh, one more. 
Just, just. Any of them get kicked out for drugs lately? Uh, Bailey, Bailey Curry. Curry. Uh, well, workout drugs. I don't yeah. know them. That was yeah. foolish. That that was that's foolish. fucked. Um, we should call Rick him. Ware Racing standing behind him the whole way said this was foolish. He's got a ride if he once he goes through the road for recovery program. Whatever. The fuck Honestly, it was if, if today somebody gave me all the money to go racing and I had to pick what was the up and coming, yeah. I would pick somebody that like an Andy Sice type. Okay. Like right. he okay. he's sure. not up and coming because he's crap he age. Suck. No, he doesn't suck at all. Um, but I would pick him because he's a racer and he needs to go racing. Yes. Um, right. For that reason, that's it. Okay. Um, so you okay. got James. So Hill. we're gonna go to Walmart with James and hit on all the ladies of Walmart. <laughs> okay. It was amazing. I did yep. all of the country. Yep. Um, we're gonna take Andy because he's the only chance we're gonna have to go and fast. Mark Harmon just because. And he's Mike Harmon just or because Mike we Harman. we could eat all Mark, the buffets. Mark Harmon is. Uh, NCI, Me and NCI. Mike Harmon, we all the buffets. Mike Har- so you had James Hilton, Mike Harmon, and yep. who was the other one? Andy. Andy Size. Okay. Brad. So I touched on this last show. Yes. I teased it a little bit. Tim Richmond. That so, is my past so. for sure. Every single time. Loves the party, um, loves the fuck, loves I, the race cars. I'm, I'm thankful that you I would exists. have loved to try to keep up with him. Oh. Exactly. I, I just, I love, if I'm ever bored and I'm on YouTube and I'm done on Pornhub, I'm definitely going to go back to YouTube. And I'm going to go search Tim Richmond and just. I think enter. if you search so, Pornhub hard enough, you might yeah, find him on there. Actually, find him. No, honestly, you get a so, I, I do. I, I love watching Tim Richmond highlights. I think he was a fucking hell of a wheel man. Um, if a, I had a to rich go, kid for sure, but wheeled yeah. the piss out of race cars. Right. And did, you would never. Valve know he covers came from money. full of cocaine. Yeah. Oh, in between oh, everything, just loved, just loved a party. So yeah. if I had to go present, um, I'm going to go Ryan Blaney. Uh, he's because Megan because well Megan. because Tim Richmond he looks kind of like him if he had a mustache he he's throwback enough I just want to have a whole throwback team pretty much um, I, I'll pick Ryan Blaney just solely because because of the fact that he has long hair and stuff and eventually he'll be able to grow a mustache but you I mean, will too yeah I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> with with any luck and for the future you know I, I had to think about this one a little bit but I'm gonna have to go with uh, Cole Custer just solely uh, based on the fact that fuck. after his Texas win I hate Cole he, Custer I would piss on him after yeah. after his Texas win I think if it was, he were at the table with us right now I would just whip my dick no. out and pee a- his after his Texas win he, he stone cold Steve Austin I think uh, a couple no. beers and fell off the car which Loser. is just the way to do it I don't know not old enough why to do you, even know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is why not you, good enough to know how to do his explain move. to me why you hate him he's just a loser he's a okay. he's a rich little prick who so, has just enough talent to get by in daddy's race car and he's funny looking he's too all, but yeah, you, he's funny looking but he's you not like, marketable he's not funny he's not cool he's, but that's but not like I can imagine that nine minutes into hanging no, out with him we would want to not hang out with him okay yeah. so pretty much when I said future I meant Xfinity or truck which who did you pick I, I had Haley Deegan, oh, Haley Wallace, Deegan. Okay. and yeah, uh, I would definitely. I'm, I'm all a million percent out on Haley Deegan, but I like Cole Custer just solely based on the fact that he tried to uh, stone cold the uh, a couple beers after he won. He yeah. fell off the car, but uh, he, it, it shows he's me he's not even old enough to have ever watched. Stone cold he, he's like he's like 22. He did it he's because not, he saw like on the YouTube. Cool he's one year younger than he's I am. He's not cool enough to do that. Come on, but he Cole is. Cole Custer's not. But but he tried. Okay, and he fell off the car, and that means he likes to party. So he was already drunk when he was racing. I it means he tried to party once. He tried to party once. That's all I care about. So I'm gonna go. You let me win a truck race, and I'll show you how we'll party. If that I truck is truck gonna race, burn we're down. Not gonna in the in stop the party for a week. Yep. Tim Richmond 
And we're, we're record well, setting. We'll open up the Craftsman Toolbox of Cocaine right That's on the back. Those are back. three pretty solid teams. Like, I need I need everyone to send me their picks so that I can send them yeah. out on Twitter yeah, and see so what people think. We're coming down to the end of the show here, I think. Steve's so, dead. Uh, anybody on Twitter, uh, we're at Black Flag Pod on Twitter. Uh, give us your, your three, your past, present, future race teams. We right. want to hear it. We want to talk about it. Maybe we'll bring it up next show. Um. But this has been episode 26. It's been a long 26. one. 26. I think it's been 20. Is it 25? This is 26, I think. No, because we talked about 25 last time. Okay. Um, it's been. I think it's been solid. I think we, we talked about a lot of valid points. We never really had a dull spot. No, um, I think it's been pretty good. It's been good. So Every time Dan's on, it's pretty good. Yeah. Bobby kind of lacks it a little bit. Yeah, Bobby, big time, but yet again. So um, episode 26, like I said, Black Flag Podcast is the show where we like to drink beers, talk it's all 26. things racing. I'm Charlie Sanborn the third at C Sanborn I I I on literally, literally, literally take three shots. You're going all to bed. Social media. Um, to my right, uh, for the I think it's the third or fourth time you've been on now. Third, uh, that's Dan Collins. That's at Dan Bub Dan ninety three on Twitter or Dan Collins just on Facebook. And right across me in a more traditional setting, like we started off the show with, that's Brad Sauce here at B Sauce nine six. Um, you know, we're, we're looking again for more support. Uh, the show has been brought to you by tandem payments, uh, the graphic scoop. We're live here at the graphic scoop garage. Um, I think we're done. The the one last thing I have to say is that come find us at the Oxford two fifty. Unless you're Tom Mayberry, please just stay away because we're gonna have a banner. I want Mayberry to show up. I don't know. I want to. Tom, if you show up, I will have the vodka and the uh, we'll have the the cranberry ready for you. Beers. I want to have the conversation. You're a racer just like us. I don't care. I want to have the conversation. So so just a heads up for everyone that listens. uh, The Oxford two fifty. We're gonna be there. uh, Me and at least Dan are gonna be there from Friday morning until. Monday morning. Basically. All you so swap people can come by and hang out. I'll right. be back and forth between Friday after work, Saturday after the races, and Sunday all day just because I'm into it. I want to support all of my local short tracks, whether I like them or not. Bobby and says he's going to show up, but I'll he's be, definitely not going I'll to. I'll be back and forth between, like I said, the Oxford Plains International fastest parking lot in the planet and Beach Ridge Motor Speedway. We're going to have koozies for sale. We're going to have stickers for sale. We're going to have hats for sale. So Next weekend by. is what pretty much everybody, it's the weekend everybody waits for. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Come, yeah. and if you decide you're old or angry and you don't want to come, Speed 51 is going to rent it to you for 30 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Right. Just it's support it, watch yeah. it. It's Diver Socks. And ever since Andy Cusack and Tom Mayberry had their falling out between the Pass tour coming to Beach Ridge and having the big blowout pass weekend at Beach Ridge. The, the 250 now is our party weekend, so I want to be there. I want to support you know the, the camping fees. I want to I want to give I want to give Tom Mayberry all of my money next week. I want to give Andy Cusack all of my money next week. Nah, I'm going no. all of the racing. I'm going to support all the local tr- short tracks. So we're going to hit and record now. We'll Tim, see you all next. Brad, weekend. Dan, somebody just hit the fucking music. Let's get fucked up next week at Oxford. Thank you.